and look under the sponsors. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes now past the hour from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. We're all at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport now, just not in the same room. Uh, from the uh, from the green room and conference room, uh, I am broadcasting today, inching my way ever so closely uh, back to the studio with the other guys. Uh, there, Speedy the Real Greg Burgess, uh, and you heard uh, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, and of course now welcome back for another hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, buddy. Rick, glad to be here. Glad that you're back in the building. And as we move closer, tomorrow you broadcast from the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? And let's face it, we've done that without microphones many times. Uh, I, here is a, here's, a te- here's a texture, and we'll get to the phones. I know y'all been holding. Uh, this this is someone who knows a member of Zach Brown Band and knows them you know well enough to have these conversations. We love oh, Zach. Oh, really? Yes, and, and he says he doesn't want to be mentioned, so I won't. Hmm. He said Zach, when they were out trying to make it happen, would have his cell phone on CDs so people could contact them for gigs, and it was the same cell phone he had when they blew up, so he changed his cell phone not because of us, but because so many people had that number because it was on every CD that he handed out when they were selling their CDs themselves. Well, mm-hmm. that, that discussion got off track, and we, we got to, to him and Paul and some of the others, but it really started with Rush. And, Rick, I, I wish we had had a camera somehow because <laughs> it it, it's burned in my memory. <laughs> the day that we met Rush's handler, Mm-hmm. At the time, mm-hmm. Kit Carson, his manager in New York, and God bless his soul, he's passed on now. Yep. <clears throat> and we we said to Kit, look, we love Rush. We have very, very similar political views. Um, you have guest hosts from time to time. Hmm. We'd like to be considered to be in that rotation. <laughs> the look that he gave us, Rick, I will never forget. Do you remember that? I do remember that uh, because I, I, I don't think he could believe that we said it. Um, and and no offense, I've heard some of the fill-ins for Rush. I'm telling you, I think we could hang. I think we'd, <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah. we'd be more fun than some of them. Uh, well, but, can, uh, I, can I tell you this? Walter Williams, of course, Hannity used to fill in, loved when Hannity yeah. was on. Love Walter Williams. Uh, if if I heard that Walter Williams was hosting Black by popular demand, oh. I didn't. You know, I was I was locked in. Um, Mark Stein is very mm-hmm. entertaining to me because of his dry sense of humor. Um, I'm starting to wane on him a little bit, uh, but <laughs> some of them, I I just don't. They don't fire me up like the previous names I mentioned. Yeah, I like, is that a fair way yeah, of saying? Yeah, I like both. They're good. They're professional. Yeah. And they're they're informative, but they don't have that little comedy edge that I need You're right. uh, to yeah. keep me right. tuned in that Walter Williams had. A very dry sense of humor and that at times Mark Stein. Yeah, has. Mark Stein mm-hmm. can be very funny, all kidding aside. He's always Bentley to me, and I want to call him Bentley, and I know that's not correct, but he remind I see Bentley from the Jeffersons when I hear him talk. I will say this. Kit Carson went to his grave doing his job, keeping yes, us from guest hosting the Rush Limbaugh <laughs> show. Uh, 
to the phones we go, 866-WE-BE-BIG-BUBBA. Where are we headed? Oh, let's start with Josh and Bruton. You know, we're rooting for Bruton. Go ahead, Josh. Good morning, guys. Hey. How are y'all? Good. We're great. That's good. I just want to call and say thank y'all for what y'all doing each and every morning. And uh, roll tide and go Donald Trump 2020. It wrote and Trump. And it wrote Trump. Josh, thank you. Very kind to say that. Uh, let's go to Jerry in Piedmont, Alabama, or sometimes called P Monsters. Jerry, go ahead. <laughs> Morning, fellas. Hey, Jerry, what's up? Speaking, speaking of Trump, uh, did y'all hear him bashing Biden about all his plastic surgery that he's had? I did not, but I'm sure with the debate coming up, we'll hear more about it. Mm, yeah. Well, it's, it's, my question is, why would you spend that kind of money to come out looking like the kid with the banjo on that movie Deliverance? <laughs> <laughs> or look, he he looks like uh, what's uh, the what's the the puppet he looks like, Rick uh, Walter? Yeah, Walter. Is it Walter? Yeah, yeah, Walter. I yeah. mean, he exactly. Him and Walter are dead ringers, yes, by the way. No doubt, yeah. dead. Hey, I think he said. You cut you. You spend all that money on plastic surgery, and you're covering it up with a mask. <laughs> Something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to John yeah. in Florence. John, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. You are on, sir. Hey, good morning, Biggins. How y'all doing? Hey, we're good, sir. Hey, appreciate it. Hey, listen, uh, I'm a middle school uh, history teacher and and coach like three different sports. I would gladly enroll in Rick and Bubba U.S. history class. I would be front and center on that. Well, listen, if I could teach history the Mm. way that I had a teacher teach me, I would love to do it. I don't think I am capable of doing it, but I had a good one. And (laughs) I mean, when when you're a college kid and you look forward to 730 class, that's that's pretty strong. Well, yeah. and, I, and I had some good political science teachers too. <laughs> um, it's uh, uh, now I had an economics teacher that was. Mm. Uh, we we did. I ran in Rick to to some people that were in that class, and every time I see them, they start laughing about how I used to get the 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 professor, the the instructor, whatever his name, off the subject and debating about Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. Carter. Yeah, can anything be a worse feeling to know you're headed into a debate, a debate, and you have to defend Jimmy Carter? Let me tell you, if I'm in a debate and I'm defending Ronald Reagan, somebody else is defending Jimmy Carter. I feel pretty good mm-hmm. going into that. I yeah. might even look at it as a homecoming game. <laughs> uh, let's go to Heather in Tuscaloosa. Heather, what's up? Hold on, just a second. I, I can't get sorry. that line. I got line it. Four. I got it. I got it. Hey there. So um, I was listening about Betty having a podcast, so that's exciting. Um, But also Adler with his podcast, I'm wondering if he's just having problem with time recording or time editing because I'm a podcast editor and I'd like to help. Oh, Adler. Uh, What about time babysitting? Heather, Heather, just time time in general, uh, Heather, on all – Heather, on all sides. Heather, let me tell you what. There may be a situation where you might be needed somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> How about I think Heather, send an email to Betty at BettySayWhat.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just hearing you say that. You bet I will. The shameless plug go in now? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. IronedOutMedia.com is my website. Okay, okay, good thanks, deal. Thanks a there lot. You go. There it is. Ironed out. So, uh, yeah, Helms, I've got some questions to ask you today about some social media stuff. I don't I don't fool with it enough, and it has changed some things. And, man, trying to link some of these things together, I am in a circle over here. I can't get out of it. Uh, 
Is that another call from Bruton? I think so. We're rooting for Bruton. I mean, Bruton is on fire this morning. Matthew, go ahead. What's up? Uh, how y'all doing, guys? We're great. That's good. Um, I want to call and just tell y'all thank you for the show. I listen to it every morning. It's the same guy. Work. It's the same and, guy. Uh, this, this is my brother. My brother was on there earlier. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, boy, y'all sound just like, wow, wow. Sound like, like Greg and me. Y'all, y'all sound twins. a lot like. I know. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, twins, we're twin brothers. I was kidding. How about that, y'all? I mean, y'all really are. Uh, Matthew, yes, thank you to the whole family. Yeah. Tell them we appreciate it. I hope he calls back and says, this is his other brother. <laughs> yeah. the triplet. Where's the triplet? No, no, no. Listen, uh, listen let me tell you what's going to be stranger is if they're not twins. Yeah, that yeah. I'm, I'm worried about yeah. that. You know, all this yeah. all this social separation sure. yeah. has caused some things yeah. to come out that yeah. we don't need. Yeah. Speedy, let's go down to line ten. Steve okay. in Florida. We'll uh, we'll move away from Bruton for just a minute. <laughs> Steve, uh, go ahead. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Hey, we're great. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, uh, Bob. I don't know if you remember this, but about twenty some odd years ago, y'all were in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And I was working at Doc's Seafood Shack with my buddy that I was waiting tables with that day. And we had opposite sections of the restaurant. And you were over there in a one top by yourself over by the window near near where the zoo was. And my buddy was like, hey, I need you to take that one top for me. And I'm like, dude, we're dead. Why do you want me to take a one top? So I walk around the corner, and you're sitting there. I'm like, oh, crap, that's Bill of a Buffy. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, I walk around the corner and introduce myself and ask you what can I get for you and whatnot. We converse a little bit and ask you where Betty Lou was and Rick and other folks. And, you know, you were just so awesome that day. And we got food, and, and I gave you your check, and you said, is there something I can autograph for you? Mm-hmm. And I go up to the front, and I get Miss Alma to give me a menu. <laughs> and it's Doc Seafood Shack menu, and it says, Bill Bubba Bussy to Steve, stay in it. And I had just recently moved here to Jacksonville from Foley, Alabama. And I was going through my stuff, you know, moving and whatnot, and unpacking. And I found the menu, and I just wanted to call and thank you for it. And it, it was just so awesome that day, and I really appreciate it. Oh, well, you're, Thanks, too, you're too kind to that. mention that. It was my pleasure. Yeah, I remember sitting there looking at the zoo thinking, hey, I wonder if I can see something, you know, like a <laughs> monkey or an alligator or something. You know? Right. What would y'all do if we took a call and the very next call said, hey, I was one time a waiter down at Doc's Seafood. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then I said, is this and, the same guy? He said, no, I'm actually his twin brother. Twin brother? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about that Bruton thing right now. Are y'all, are y'all feel weird about that a little bit? I'm Bruton for Bruton. I'm going to go back and listen to that during the segment. I think that was the same guy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's The Rock here, and you got to smell what Rick and Bubba is cooking. It might not be that good, but they are cooking it. I promise. 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us. Uh, phone calls are still coming in. Harry Murdahl's got more screened up and, and ready to go. So uh, we'll continue to chat with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And uh, Bubba, if you uh, want to kind of head in whatever direction <laughs> you want to go, uh, if you see anything from Bruton, uh, I'm going to be careful we, we, of we, Bruton. There's a side of me that wants to take it. But anyway, just whatever. <laughs> well, let's begin with something fun here. Let's go to Eric and Coleman. He wants to make fun about Speedy's shirt. Oh, Eric, perfect. Uh, go ahead. What's wrong with my- hey, you can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. It's all you. Kind of spotty. Uh, I got the live feed pulled up on my computer at, uh, at work, and I just so happened to have Monday's feed and Tuesday's feed pulled up next to each other in two tabs, 
and I got to look, and I went, man, this is the same feet. I, I opened up the same the same video twice, and then I got to look, and I went, Bubba's shirt's different. But I looked at Speedy, and he had the same shirt on two days in a row. So, uh, well, that's not like Speedy because he he is him and Helms actually compete for the sharpest dresser here. No, on the show. I wouldn't say that, but I don't have oh, uh, I hadn't worn this shirt in a while. Is you talking about this shirt? Well, it looked to me like a nice black collared shirt. I'll go uh, back and look. I don't think I yeah. closed it. Yeah, it, it's probably it's black, but it's it's different. It, it might be similar though. I can see why you would say that. But yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh darn it! Oh, darn it all! Dad gummit! Dad gummit! Let's go to Steve in my hometown of Jacksonville, Alabama. Steve, what's up, brother? Hey guys, really appreciate what you're doing. Um, I I think you'll probably appreciate this. I've been a pastor for two weeks now. Wow, um, and I heard I heard Rick speak uh, Sunday, and, and I know he doesn't want a lot of credit, but I will say this: I can appreciate him being willing for the Holy Spirit to use him, because he he's gave a message that hit me, for instance, right between the eyes. And we've got too many cultural Christians, and one of the reasons for that is we've got too many cultural pastors, Ooh. and we need to pray for the pastors. We need to pray for men to step up and be the leaders in their homes. And first and foremost, like Rick said at the beginning, is first first get saved and then move beyond that because we serve a mighty God, and he's in the saving business. And, again, what Rick said really spoke to me, and I think it spoke to a lot of men that were there. He's probably gotten a good bit of feedback on that, but I really appreciate it. Well, it's kind of you to, to say that, and I'm glad to hear that, that you, you started uh, being a pastor and, and you started out talking about men's ministry because there's a lot of churches out there right now that they 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 built churches designed to reach and disciple women and children which is great but they that's important but they forgot to uh, focus on what we keep hearing every father's day is the most influential force in the home the church and society so uh, so that that's great that you already got to be part of something like that you're going to make that a priority and uh, we'll, we'll see the fruits of that. We we we've got an issue going on. There's an attack on on men right now in this country that's unprecedented. Uh, there was a time that we had we we thought that that men uh, were the answer to the problems. Uh, now men have been deemed as the problem, uh, and and wor- the world would be better off without males. And uh, man, we've got a bunch of confused young males out there right now. We've got, uh, and a lot of it is cultural Christianity. Is it, there's no power in it? It doesn't change anything. And the more I've studied Scripture, the more I realize me. And look, it starts with me that I have been sold that the power of the gospel was way, way, way too low. Uh, the, this call uh, of deny self, pick up your cross, and follow me. Uh, is a very hard-hitting message. Narrow is the gate. Uh, you know, hard is the way. Uh, and I think if we told men the truth that the Bible says following Jesus is so difficult, very few people can do it, and very few men are willing to do it, I think men would rise up. They've just been sold a message of grace abuse that means, ah, it doesn't really ever change anything. You know, it's God's seed that comes into your spirit. He's only the beginning and the end. He really doesn't make any change in your life at all. You're forever in this perpetual, never-ending, uh, deliberate and continual sin. You never see any victory over it. You never really changed. Uh, it's, it's, uh, but the good news is you're going to heaven. Uh, and that is not the gospel, and that is not what Scripture says. And, and I've had to learn that the hard way, and uh, we've made a commitment that we will come alongside any church or community that is serious about reaching and discipling men because if you disciple men, you change everything. Amen. 
Good, good, uh, nicely said, Rick. Uh, let's go to Pete in Illinois. Pete, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. He's on line three, Speed. Pete, go ahead. Uh, good morning. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, what you guys do. You always put a smile on my face in the morning. Um, wanted uh, uh, just to uh, say that I can't think of the lady's name. I think it's Barrett, uh, Supreme Court nominee that looks like that uh, Trump's going to put forward. If there's ever been any doubt uh, what the left thinks of people of faith, um, what happens to that Judiciary Committee is probably going to, you know, I mean, erase those doubts once and for all. And it won't be the, it won't be the uh, male senators who will lead the charge. It'll definitely be the females. But just, again, if you want to know what they really think of people of faith, just watch uh, what happens in that committee. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. I tell you two things that really, um, really solidified my my political views that happened in my lifetime, and that was uh, seeing the way that that Justice Robert Bork was treated. Uh, Biden was on that committee, by the way, mm. um, and the way that Ollie North was treated. Uh, when he went up to Congress, and uh, that that kind of put the nail in the coffin for me politically on how I already felt, but uh, it solidified everything for me for sure. And if those of you that are my age that saw that know what I'm talking about, um, <laughs> let's go to <laughs> Speedy. Do you have a do you have a favorite here? <laughs> no, but we better hurry. Uh, let's go to Brandon and Morris. Question about the stop sign here at the broadcast plaza. Oh, go, boy. Ahead, go ahead, Brandon. Oh, my. I got to laughing when I hey, saw y'all. the name. I couldn't <laughs> even function. Yeah, I was uh, I was wondering if uh, I got to thinking y'all were talking about the stop sign, if y'all still having problems with it. Uh, get Rick a uh, crossing guard outfit, get him a little stop sign so he can go out there and stop and hold up traffic for y'all. Can, can I tell yeah, you, of nice. all the negative experience we've had, I had a positive the other day, Rick. I, oh. I pulled up there, and a lady came, and she actually stopped. No way. And then it was my turn to go, and I went, and obviously she was getting ready to get in line for coffee. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her, and I put my hands together, and I said, thank you. Like, a, you Is know how, how you're you praying? Just like that? I said, thank you. Uh-huh. And she looked at me like, what in the world is wrong with you? And I thought, well, she doesn't know why I'm thanking her. No. It does look weird. Uh, I think you made a difference. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey everybody, this is Garth Brooks, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. You know, I'm no stranger to the fridge myself. 35 minutes past the hour, you got The Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today, um, and uh, you can um, you can go to HelloFresh.com. We're all enjoying our breakfast here, and hey, boys, I have missed uh, the studio breakfast run. Uh, being stuck at <laughs> Welcome home. Welcome back, Rick. It is so good to be back. But did you know that you can have delicious meals delivered right to your home with HelloFresh.com? A lot of you have responded. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, it's been overwhelming at times how many of you have responded to HelloFresh.com, and for good reason. How about whether we were in the middle of a pandemic or whatever this thing is that we're in, um, whether we were doing all these new things or not, this is still just an incredible um, you know, uh, business because a lot of times just life – you know, and, and you, you, everybody's running, and you know, we've said our one of the problems with our country is we, we we're no longer around the dinner table. You remember when we did the interview on Rick and Bub University, the podcast? You know, we're interviewing um, 
a woman who's now on Facebook trying to teach younger women how to prepare meals at home and how to do that easily. But with HelloFresh.com, they send you everything that you need in individual bags uh, for the uh, how many meals you need for the week, and then you prepare them yourself and get everybody around the table in about 20 minutes. And you also save 40%. Uh, on your grocery bill, by the way it is set up and the pricing that you get. Uh, we'll get you $80 off plus free shipping on your first order. If you go to HelloFresh.com, take the promo code Bubba with you, that'll get you $80 off, and plus you get free shipping on that first order. There's also a link to HelloFresh.com at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. You pick these chef-curated recipes every week, pick out the ones you want, Line them up. You can customize them, and you can stop or take as little as much as you need uh, every week, and every week can be unique. So it's easy to use, HelloFresh.com. So yesterday, I mean, I have been in this – uh, this quarantined at home thing and doing. How about that? Well, y'all, y'all've done it. This is trying to do the show from home. You're on the outside looking in. You have no idea whether your voice is garbled, whether you're freezing up. Can everybody even hear me? Uh, you you don't have any sense of the rhythm of the show at all, and you just feel like a loser sitting on the outside and trying to trying to peer in. Uh, and then you're also you're kind of a bit to your house. I mean, you're everybody's like, wow, you're you're here all the time now. I mean, mm-hmm. you, uh, we can't get on the uh, we can't get on the internet, or we got to do this. We're afraid you're going to shut down the show. And and uh, so, um, but but I got I can, I get to these points, uh, and I know we all do, where I just say I cannot be. Mm-hmm. In this house anymore. I, I, I can't. I have to go. And uh, Sherry and I both yesterday, she had something she was doing. And I said, I have not been to the farm yet On since the weather has cooled off. I'm going to the farm. I don't even know what I'm doing. I know some things that probably need to be done, uh, but I'm going. So anyway, of course, Bub and I, you and I have talked about this. We can't explain it. I wasn't even anywhere near... Uh, the county where the farm is located, I was still, I probably was five, ten minutes from the house, and I get a text, hey, you come to the farm today? Mm-hmm. And it was, and I'm like, how does he know that? <laughs> and so I text back. Wait uh, a minute, who, is that Cam Newton? Who is that? Right. So I said, I said, uh, <laughs> I said that, um, I said I, I am, and I get back this, I get back this, hey, bring ye saw. Because what I had done. Have you got a saw? Our chainsaw, <laughs> if you remember. Rick, I, you have a saw? Yeah, I have a chainsaw. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's a, it's, it's, so I had a chainsaw, one that, that, that Sherry got that sat at the farm and was never used for years. And then it, it, it wasn't very good. And because she, she got it, God love her. So we had a tree fall in the backyard at the house. And if you remember, mm-hmm. my father in law mm-hmm. came. And I, I got me, a, you know, a, a, a decent chainsaw, and, and he worked with me because I've, I've never, never used a chainsaw. I, hey, you I, gotta be careful. I, I don't, I don't. Speedy rem- almost cut his leg off. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Greg and I can attest this. We grew up a little bit differently. Our, our dad certainly established a work ethic and 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 was a hard worker. Always was very devoted. I remember him even making the comment like we talk about the show sometimes. When mom would say, well, some of these other coaches, they go and eat at Shoney's after the games. And my dad said, yeah, we'll probably beat them next Friday. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, so, so you know, my dad worked at it. But my dad was not a, a craft guy. He was not a carpenter. Uh, he, he wasn't out with the chainsaw cutting trees up. Uh, he mainly brought home the riding lawnmower for whatever school he worked for and would cut the grass. <laughs> and uh, so these are not things that we were ever trained on. Uh, when we were younger, it just wasn't the the culture of our house. So um, 
we didn't live on a farm. We didn't have anything like that. And uh, so, so these are things I'm learning as, as a, with the farm to try to do myself. So I've been working on it. And you said it can be very dangerous. So, uh, so I got the saw and, and Gary's like, Hey, we got a We got a part of a big old tree down. You can get, you can get little Sherry some firewood and get some firewood out of it. And so I thought, okay. So what you just saw was the picture of Gary because he still got worried that, that somehow I was going to injure myself you know, with the chainsaw. And so he comes by to check on me and you see right there, the picture he's showing, this is what he had on because of me being in quarantine. And, and I, and I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to clarify. So Tattoo good. blazing. Yeah. What is that on the shoulder? Anyway? I, that's, I you know, that's when I was in the Navy, but, uh, <laughs> but, but I was, I want everybody to be clear. I've never been diagnosed or had symptoms of having COVID at all. I right. simply have a son Who's tested positive that I was around for a few minutes? Right. Uh, I mean, so I, I've not. I, Gary treats me like <laughs> I, I have it. And uh, well, some of that's the fact we have beat him up so bad that yeah. you're coming to hang out with him. Right. We've got him freaked out. Yeah, you're right. You know, because I keep telling him I'm coming down to ride, and and that picture he put of that chair on the bush hog is oh, hilarious. Gold. Yep. Uh, but anyway, so we get out there. Well, you know how Gary's going going to be. He he, oh, yeah. he always wants to. Hey, let me get you on video, and we'll send this to Sherry. So, so, so there's, there's a. We're going to see a video now. I want you to listen because I cut a limb right on him. Okay. Okay. So, so come he's on, he's got boy. he's hot. Hear him yeah. hollering at me. Yeah. yeah come, come on, on, big boy. All right. Yeah. Now, now watch this and please. Yeah. Get that first. Yeah. I love the sound of the chainsaw. He can't even find. Couldn't find the gear to go. Well, my. It's not this one. This one goes okay. Okay. All right, that's oh, good, I see Rick. which Atta one boy. you're talking right, about. Hey, Sherry, we got a tree down. I'm getting you some firewood. Okay. I need you. And that saw's a little heavier up over your head than you want it to be. Yeah, you got to be careful there. Please watch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it came right down. <laughs> Hey, Rick, Rick, right down on him. Good, that's nice. funny. Rick, what was that in the woods back up under the tree? It looked like. Are you keeping bees down there? What is that? Uh, now show it again. I'll try to try to see if I can identify. This uh, is the cart. This the golf cart. Well, well show me, but what, what are you looking what at? What call it? Uh, let's see. Let's when you go. see it, let me know. It's more to the right. Yeah, that's what it is. It's it's what is the uh, uh, right in there, right in there. See th- that I box think, back in I there? I think that's the cart. I think that yeah, there's right yeah, there's cart sitting over. See, it? see, it looks square. Oh, okay. It looks like a wooden you. box. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's I a, got that, you. That's a, and and I, see, I thought you had bees down there. Hey, we got bees. I just love but, this. Uh, Rick. I love it. Good. God. Yeah, when it hit on him, it, 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 and I was, it, it put it right down on top of him. So, but, but no, let me tell you this. You know, bees are like prisons to me. Yeah, I know we need them, and I'm glad they're out there, but I don't want one. You know what no. I mean? Hey, we got bees. <laughs> so, so anyway, it, here's the thing that was bad, and there is no picture of this, thank goodness. Because you know, Bubba, you and I have talked about this. You know, Gary is strong than as strong as two mules. He is country strong, Rick, mm-hmm. and and many of us know that terminology. There's there's beach boy strong and there's country strong. Yeah, and so w- w- the, you can't see from that shot, but all you that's that's the how big that tree is. That's just the limbs. Okay, so the the way back on the bigger part of it, I mean, there's pieces of it uh, that are. 
I mean, you could take your arms like you're trying to hug a fat woman, mm-hmm. and they're that big around. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And, uh, really brought it home. Yeah, and <laughs> and so you cut those off, and obviously you've got to split that for it to be firewood because it's too big. Yeah. Well, and and this this is where Gary, once again, you know, I, I, I believe in working smart. You know, Bubba. Mm, right, you, I do too. Right. So he goes over, and he, he pulls out this mall, and I'm like, Gary – I mean, are, are we splitting wood in the 1800s? Hmm. And, and you know, that's that sledgehammer-looking deal that has yeah. the wedge on the mm-hmm. end of it. Yeah. And of course, it's about 12, 12 pounds worth of mm-hmm. slinging. Yeah. And uh, so we get over there, and, and I'm, like, splitting wood mm-hmm. with, with this small, and I'm like, Gary, there has got to be a better way. And he gets to laugh, and he says, "Well, I got gas operated once. You just put up there and shove it." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, that's the one we want. Why are you not bringing that over here? Why are we doing this?" <laughs> he wanted to watch you. You know, Rick. he said, "I just want to see you sling it." That's it. <laughs> and I, 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 it's tough to get it dialed in, isn't it? Uh, well, you know, because you're right. That's the weight, you, yeah. You have to hit it, you know, in that perfect spot, which I heard over and over again. <laughs> sure. How would and, he say it, Rick? <laughs> hey, hey, you got to hit it right. Hey, you're hitting where you're looking. I'll say this though, Rick. <laughs> it's awful satisfying when you do. Yeah, well, when you center yeah. it up and it splits it the way it's supposed to, that's a satisfying. How about moment. when it sticks it on there and you got to pick it and the wood? Yeah, up, man. yeah. That's yeah. A zero. Got the, and it, yeah, it, then you just. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can. I mean, I, I, I think. Well, I didn't send Adler. I've actually got a picture of the, of some of it that I split because okay. you know I had to send it to Sherry about how I meant business. <laughs> sure. And uh, in the back of the um, of the vehicle, and I, I'll, I'll send this to Adler real quick, and you can see the different pieces of it in there. I, I've got a picture of this, and then the little bit because there's still a lot left. I mean, we'll be able to get wood off this tree all year long. You know, and I've noticed this about this is one thing though I will say about Gary. Okay, I will say this, and he's not gonna like this. Uh oh. Uh oh. I mean, Gary, he's strong and he gets after it, but you know, I was ready to just finish the whole tree and just get a whole. No, that's enough for today. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that'll, that'll serve that little fire pit over there. You can come back whenever you need and get some. And I was like, okay, I, I think Gary's ready to quit before I am. He was done. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, he doesn't seem to have the I, stamina he once had. Well, <laughs> no, I can. Rick, you're hurting him now. I'm going to explain this, and I'll I'll take up for Gary in this. This just means it was time to get over to Al's place. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, he had to split time. Okay, yeah, he he had he had mm, some other right. big dollar client promised. You're right. Over there. You're right. Here, yeah. here it is, right here. So, here it is, right? so yeah. The, the, yeah, that's that's what I got done yesterday. <laughs> 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 just, a, just a stack of wood. That's, That's a mountain of wood right there. there. It is. That's good. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. So anyway, Gary wanted to be sure that I, I was safe with the with the chainsaw. Rick, you just said to Gary he didn't have the stamina that he used. No, to. no, no. I'll tell you, Gary works hard, but not not for a long time. But th- I'm just saying that hurts a man to hear that. Well, I I, I see it with my own eyes. You know, that we got to pick an okra that day. I mean, he, he cried more than we picked. Gary, that's Rick. <laughs> no, don't text yeah, me about that it. That ain't me, Gary. That's Rick. Right, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Brett Fall of the Green Bay Packers. My list of my buddies, the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, eight minutes to the top of the hour the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, much to do going forward. All right, having some fun. Um, you know, talking now we're talking about we're talking about stuff. Now it's a little man talk right here, ladies. I mean, you know, we, we, now somebody's done brought up equipment and and doing some work, and uh, you know, and, and and you know, Sherry, I had to keep telling her. I said, you know, hey, if you uh, 
want to look down there and see that firewood I just put out for you. Got that knocked out for you today. Don't even worry about that. I got a little chainsaw word today. Greg will know if you do a safety video on chainsaw yeah, safety. Uh, no. Guys, I'm going to put, I'm going to get, if I, if I start doing it, I'm going to get me some chaps. And He's outlaws. Everybody, everybody uh, calm down. Of course, An overhead cut. Well, Gary, Gary already got on me because I used the safe way to crank it. He got on me about that. Oh, did you crank it on the ground? Yeah, well, I put oh. that's I, that, that's I put my foot oh, on it and yeah, cranked yeah. it. He liked to have a feet. Oh, he didn't like Greg that. had a statement for that in the kitchen. What was it, Ham? <laughs> I can't repeat it. <laughs> oh, that was uh, <laughs> hey, not about you, Rick. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what Gary said? Gary said, "Hey, you got to drop crank it if you're gonna be a man." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> now, Rick, I like to see you go to the trunk and cut that limb and then yeah. cut it. Greg, up. I was going where Gary told me Instead to go start for that. Your head. Greg, mm. we've already been back in there. <laughs> uh, we're, we're walking out to the front of it now, trying to get not Pete, a good position, Rick. Not a good start, position. You start big to little, big yeah. to little. Well, I've already been to the big. No, you <laughs> ain't. Not, not looking yeah. at it. He's talking <laughs> about going back to the trunk and Go cutting the trunk, that trunk, cut it, and then limit up. Then you don't have to cut. Over I was your head. Go, I was cutting where Gary told me to cut. Well, Rick, Gary's uh, obviously a little out of control. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he just wanted. I don't think he knew that was going to fall on him. Uh-uh. Uh Yeah, he wanted you to cut one. He ran his head. Which, isn't that good funny? Yeah. But funny. but let me tell you the fun that I'm having right now, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just waiting on the response. <clears throat> Is I've let I've, I've told him that I'm thinking about because I, I get tired of putting the the chain oil in there. It seems like every half hour and it runs out of gas. I mean, there ain't hardly any. You got to mix the gas with the oil. And I, I said I just think this gasoline one's low maintenance. I'm hearing good things about the electric ones. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just waiting he, on the response. Pizza jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. But you said the electric ones have come. Well, I'm hearing from some buddies of mine Careful. that said that they they got that they they're better now. That's mine right there. Hey, yeah. let me oh, tell you I what. like that. That's good. good. Rick, steel. that, that steel's a good brand. That might get stuck. Yeah, well, somebody, mm-hmm. yeah, somebody meant business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, and you uh, Rick, I, I, I've, I've discovered a new tool recently that uh, I was telling Greg about. I'm I'm very familiar with drills, and I'm familiar with hammer drills, and you use that yeah. for concrete, yeah. and, the, and it moves the drill Taking bit. Tile, for man. those of y'all that don't do tools a lot, it moves it back and forth, so it hammers through the <laughs> through the concrete or through the mortar, whatever you're drilling. But that's on one end of the spectrum. Now you go to the other end coming back. It's called an air hammer that rotates, which is basically a hammer drill, but it is, Rick, it's for people that mean business. You know what I mean? I got a battery-powered one of those, and I was playing with it. And I saw a guy driving. You drilling a lot of concrete? Well, I saw a guy drive a ground rod with it, and and I was so impressed because I've hammered a lot of ground rods in my time and and said some bad words. (laughs) And I saw them take a ground rod and drive that thing to the ground like it was going through butter. (laughs) And I thought, hey. Hey, I got to see what that's all that's about. Nice. That's nice. So I, I had a situation where I had to drill through uh, some mortar on a brick to mount something. And, you know, usually that, even with a good hammer drill, that, that takes a little time, you know. I put that thing up through there, Better almost fell down. It went through it so quick. Mm. I thought, what in the world? <laughs> yeah, just him, ha- you know, I was all, knees. hey, Greg, I was all braced, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And went, <laughs> I went all the way through. I didn't even want to drill through the whole brick. I thought, good Lord. You got to hold just back happened. a little. Yeah, and, and I was trying to put something in the ground. I hit a rock. And oh I thought, boy. oh, boy, I might have to get a prize bar or something. You know what? I took that thing. I broke that rock into 50 right pieces there. with that thing. What kind of noise you make? Kind of, eh. you oh, it, it sounds like a drill, but it's – No, you. Uh, I'm talking about like after that, you kind of feel like – Hey, guys. That was awesome. Hey, I ain't trying to brag. Air hammer that rotates. I I give you thumbs up on that device. Hey, I ain't trying to brag, but, you know, I'm starting to get a little more handy. As y'all picked up and – 
handyman. Uh, Sherry, you know, has got a, a bridal sho- a bridal shower coming up this Sunday at the house, and <clears throat> and she couldn't. She looked over in her trash can. You know, those trash cans that pull out, and then they got to push back in. Mm-hmm. You know, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said this thing won't go back in. I said, well, step aside. <laughs> she said, "That's I don't want it like this." You know, I got women coming over here, son. That's what. Just step out of the way. I mean, you, that was the day you couldn't look to me, but I said it's a new day in this house, <laughs> and I said, uh, "Just step. Let me get in here and look around." So I said, uh, "Rick, how many rolling toolboxes do you have?" I have uh, zero, and uh, I, I've got, got I, I've got something out in the garage. It's one of those that stands up with them big red ones. <laughs> With a bunch of drawers in it. Yeah. Well, that's and, a rolling one, isn't it? Is it? Okay, so I, yeah. I, I, I got one. I, I, got one. I take it you've never moved it around much. No, it's not a station. No, it just stays where they, it is. So uh, It's it, easier to roll that to the job if you can get to it. Yeah, and so I walked out there, and I came, and I said, step aside. Mm-hmm. Probably you'd be using the Phillips. Said, <laughs> I, said, I think I see a screw that is too far out, and it's, uh, it's the reason why this thing won't go back. It keeps running into it. Mm. And I reached in there with my Phillips head and turned it a couple times and pushed it on through. <laughs> I figured, I, I figured oh, you boy. reached around and found an empty water bottle that was blocking it. Yeah, it fell yeah. out the trash. Out of the back. Yeah. yeah, let me get that. I looked at her and I said, little lady, I ought to go right in there now. <laughs> and she said, that does. Thank you. I said, ah, you need me, just holler. <laughs> I'm, uh, if I'm not, did, hey, did if you I'm grease it on the way out. Yeah, hey, I'm to, if, I, if I'm not using my steel chainsaw, I'll probably be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> I may be busy. <laughs> yep. You know, you run that chainsaw enough, you don't need a gym membership. I don't no, know if you've ever noticed no, that. No, let me, Boy, let me, that'll, that'll, yeah. woo, well, that's look, work, let me tell yeah. you, I'll take the chainsaw three days in a row versus one day with that mall hammer mm. splitting Ooh, that wood. That yeah. thing, you talk about something beats you to death. Yeah. Hey, that, that, I think they got some hydraulic ones that'll do that for you. Well, I know that's what Gary told yeah. me. He's actually got one and, and didn't I bring figured it. He, did. he did that just to watch me struggle. It's pure enjoyment. <laughs> it's just Gary having, having right. fun. He, he told me, he said, you realize you got one of these inside that barn. You've had it ever since you bought this place. I said, well, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> this place. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rick. How many, oh, yeah. how many pieces of wood you split? About, s- about six. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Rick, that ain't going to get you through the winter, I'm just telling you. It's a start, though, Greg. It is a start. <laughs> it's a start. Hey, he said he was just trying to show me how to do it. Well, you would have gotten more if Gary wouldn't want to stop working. Wow, right? uh, he'll quit. If he'd brought that <laughs> splitter with him, y'all could have shown up. Guys. Yeah, well, you're right. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is John McEnroe, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you, Johnny. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us as we start a brand new hour and join some BuzzBox coffee and my common sense is a superpower. New Rick and Bubba 20-ounce mug. Loving it. Uh, here in the conference room, the rest of the guys are just up the hall in the actual studio here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. A couple of things that you need to know about. O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events coming up this Sunday night. First Baptist Church, Tuscaloosa. Earlier we talked to um, a pastor about what we're doing with themanchurch.com. Uh, it is a men's discipleship strategy. Uh, First Baptist Tuscaloosa, they've been doing that. They're about to implement the curriculum, and I'll be speaking at their Man Church coming up this Sunday night. There's no charge for that, but they do need to know if you're coming 
for all the spacing and all that we have to do. Uh, the next Wednesday, the 30th of September, uh, Man Church impl- implementing the discipleship strategy in Douglas, Georgia. Uh, they're at First Baptist Church, Douglas, Georgia. Uh, check that for uh, details. October the 4th. Uh, headed uh, to just outside of Indianapolis, Avon, Indiana. Uh, be there at Harmony Baptist Church. We're going to be, hey, we're going to have a pig in the ground and uh, we're going to have Man Church. They'll be implementing uh, the discipleship strategy. And then we rescheduled the Panama City cancellation, actually a reschedule, not a cancellation, uh, with Highland Park Baptist Church. That's now on October the 7th. Uh, and unfortunately, we are going to be canceling, in, uh, and Helmsley's already done this, Columbus, Mississippi, on October the 22nd. Talked to them yesterday. They're just sick and tired of all the spacing, and they would rather just wait and hope that this passes and then come back next year and, and reschedule that one. So if you had October 22nd circled, uh, get rid of that. Columbus, Mississippi now will be rescheduled next year. Uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts, uh, think of them for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. By the way, uh, update, I uh, just got a text from Gary. I text him and said, I'm thinking about getting an electric power saw. Greg says he loves his. <laughs> um, Gary has has text back. I ain't nothing but a city boy saw in his figure. Greg likes it. Mm. Hey, Greg's done forgot where it came from. Now that he's working at the Rick and Bubba show. Mm-hmm. Greg said in the break, it's a good saw for guys with less stamina. Oh my Ooh, goodness, that's good. That is good. Boy, that's good. <laughs> all right, so Bubba, as we get ready to uh, let's let's we, let's first of all hear the original statement. CNN's Don Lemon. Uh, and it, don't you love when when we see the left get caught in their own trap? Uh, he's screaming now. I was taken out of context. I was taken oh, out of context. What? Um, he now is going to let's hear his original. Don com- Metalark Lemon. That's the one. Let's hear his original comments when he was talking about blowing up the system. Here it is. No matter what happens, everybody sticks. We're going to have team. to blow up the entire system. And you know what we're going to have to do? No, I don't know. About you know that. what we're going? Yes, yeah. we, we have to do. You just got to honestly, from what your closing argument is, you're going to have to get rid of the electoral college. Because the people... I don't see it. Uh, because the, the minority in this country decides who the judges are and they decide who the president is. is but you that, need a constitutional amendment to do that. And if Democrats if jo- Democrats can sack the courts and they can do that amendment and they can get it passed. Well, you that's need two-thirds vote in the Congress and three-quarters of the state legislature. They may be able to do that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right, now, now, Bob, I want you to know Don Lemon says he was taken out of context. <laughs> that's funny. Well, Don Lemon wants to overthrow the United States government in its current form. Mm-hmm. It's his right to say that. He said blow it up, meaning start over. He didn't mean with dynamite. Okay, I'll give Don that. He wasn't talking about of violence. Not. Yeah, of course not. But he wants to do away. You heard him in his own words, do away with electoral college. Now, again, this is a thing that I think we have to really dig in on. I don't want to go Rick and Bubba history lesson here, but the electoral college – was in place for a reason. The forefathers, the founding fathers of this country, did not want a direct popular vote to choose the president because they knew that the direct popular vote could be wrong. And they knew this. And this was the main thing. They didn't want a couple of big cities to to pick every president. And that's what you would have if you didn't have that, that system in place uh, you would have New York, California, and maybe one other state would pick every president. And in fairness, you have to remember that states joined the union under certain conditions. 
and the little states, this was a condition for them to join. So if you do away with that condition, they have the legal option to leave the union. And we've tried that once, and it didn't work out well. So um, I know what Don Lemon is saying. Don Lemon is saying, I'm a liberal. I'm smarter than the rest of you, you hayseeds out there that keep stopping what I want to do. I want me and my liberal buddies to be able to do whatever the H we want to do when we want to do it. No, that's that's it. exactly what he's saying. Yeah, he doesn't like. And be the, mad at him for that, not for saying blow it up and well, taking it out of context. Well, it, bottom line is he hates electoral college because it's not it's doing exactly what the founding fathers yep. intended it to do. It, mm-hmm. it is a limiting thing. It is a circuit breaker, and it is a guarantee that little states will be heard from. We don't elect a president by straight democracy. We don't. They they fixed it so that we have 50 mini elections. And it is based on population, okay? But it's slightly watered down so that the big states cannot run roughshod over the little states. That's all. That's- it's not it's not like the person who doesn't get the most votes wins every single time. But it does happen from time to time, and they knew that was going to happen from time to time, and that's still the system they went with. That's right. It's once again, Don Lemon has to understand that he lives in a constitutional republic, not a pure democracy. Here's Here he is trying to walk it back that he was taken out of context. Here he is. I woke up and I saw these headlines like, Don Lemon is calling for the abolishing uh, the, uh, the electoral college. Up. Blow yeah. it all up, But said. I was responding to you when you said we no, want no. people with integrity. I wasn't even there. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, I don't care, but I was responding to you when you said we want people in t- with integrity in right. office, and I said, well, then we're going to have to blow up the whole system, right? Yep. But, it, and I said, man, here's what Democrats can do. Right. And I said, that's the danger. They can, like, stack the court. But no. all of a sudden, I am calling for the abolishing of the Electoral College. You said and that. And what else did they say? You oh, said and you did I'm a say Democrat that. because I said, we. I mean, the American people. Right, go back to, anyway, go back to his original statement. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If Don Le- I thought Don Lemon no. was saying no, he's that, saying he that I'm say- being taken out of context because I said blow it up and no, people yeah. are no. saying, Don Lemon, you did say do away the electoral yeah, That's right, yeah. And you, we got you can't this. deny that. Here's the original again. Here's no matter what happens, everybody sticks We're going to have team. to blow up the entire system. And you know what we're going to have to do? No, I don't know You know that. what we're going to Yes, what you have to do? You just got to Honestly, from what your closing argument is, you're going to have to get rid of the electoral college. Because the people... I don't see it. Uh, because the, the minority in this country decides who the judges are, and they decide who the president stop, is. Stop. There, there, stop, just there stop it is. Right there. there it is. Okay, so two, two facts here. He says do away with Electoral College, which, electoral, yeah. which I, I'm not going to get caught up on how we say that again. I'm not going through that argument. I'm done with that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Uh, he says do away with it. He says it. <laughs> he says it. Okay. That's what he was talking about because he doesn't like the fact that, that the big liberal states, New York and California, can tell the rest of us how to live. And he agrees with them, not us. That's the bottom line. And, and again, it's there for a reason. It was put there in place, and it, it works. It works. And, and I'm all for keeping it. Now, if we decide as Americans that we want to change, and I rarely do I go, well, I agree with Chris Cuomo. You know, I, I'm not in Cuomo's corner a whole lot on things, but he's right. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. But to to change that system would require a constitutional amendment, and as he pointed out, you got to have a huge a supermajority in Congress, 
and then you have to have three-quarters of the state legislatures approve it. That is a tough, tough thing to do. It's an extremely high standard. can be done, but it's a very high standard, and it was meant to be that way for a reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm with you, Bubba. If he wanted to say, uh, don't overreact to me saying we got to blow the whole thing up, I would have defended him because mm-hmm. I, I agreed. He, I know what he meant. He didn't yeah, mean. I, I agree. But, but I agree. he's saying that he should now everybody saying I was calling for the abolishing of the Electoral College because you did. Yeah, for real. Because you did. That's exactly what you said. Yeah, and the, the bottom line, and, and you know this, Democrats and a lot of them on the left have looked for a way to push their agenda when they can't win elections. They go to the courts. They're always wanting to change the rules instead of just changing people's minds and getting the vote out. You're right. And that's how you do it. That is the American way, even when I don't like it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Tennis. <laughs> I bet you won't mess with a band no more. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. Don't forget Wednesday Bible study back today, uh, live at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern on the YouTube channel as we can uh, continue the new series, uh, Walking Through First Peter. Uh, we'll go to First and Second Peter right now. We're in First Peter. We'll be in Chapter 2 today. Uh, we've been there, and we'll pick up uh, today uh, talking about uh, God's creation of worldly governments and, um, and what's our response to that as followers of Christ? That coming up today uh, at noon central, 1 o'clock Eastern. It'll be archived soon after. Links will be on all of our social media platforms. Bubba, Cindy McCain, uh, no shocker here, um, says that um, uh, who she's going to be voting for in the upcoming election. If you don't know who this is, that's the wife of the late uh, GOP senator. And I use the word GOP loosely here, uh, John McCain. Oh, that's shock. Yeah. yeah, I'm shocked. Um, that's, uh, Rick, just absolutely mind-blowing, isn't yep. it? Yep, she'll be voting for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> uh, you know, Anybody but, surprised by that? No, look, John McCain, For there was a time when the, when the Democrats had it exactly like they liked it. John McCain was running against Obama, so they knew that either, either way the vote went, they were going to get a Democrat. Yeah, yeah I, listen, I have a lot of respect for John McCain, but um, he he was not uh, strong on the issues that I was considered the most important. Uh, and I really lost a lot of respect for him when he let his, uh, his brush-ups with Trump get in the way of doing what's right for the country. And I will never forget him coming in when we had a chance to completely yep. repeal Obamacare and came in and voted it down uh, in some kind of last, you know, ninth hour thing where he comes up and does his thumbs like he's a Roman dictator. I cared for that about a minus three uh, on the big scale. Yep. Uh, and so I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with McCain's. I've had enough of McCain's commenting on stuff. I'm, I'm, I don't really care what the McCain's think. No, you're you're right. There's a lot of things about John McCain, like with anybody that that I respect. And there's things that I did not respect. And I think what we saw, sadly, on what you just mentioned was John McCain caring more about himself than he did his country. 
and got his feelings hurt because Donald Trump was mean to him. And um, and to me, that was that was not really much of a man uh, to come in and, and keep our country in this situation that we were in with Obamacare, <clears throat> all because he wanted to uh, show Donald Trump and not give Donald Trump what he wanted. Well, I don't, I don't know how to break it to Donald Trump. I include him in this or John McCain. Uh, it's not about either one of you. It's about this country. Uh, and if y'all want to go out behind the woodshed and, and dust it up, that's fine. Yep, uh, I've had it. But as far as the country, when you, when we put you there to serve the country, you have to put the country's needs ahead of your own. And I didn't see that. And and like you said, I, I think John McCain politically. I'm not talking about John McCain. John McCain, the man. I'm not t- talking about John McCain. You know who served our country in the military. I'm not talking about that John McCain. I'm talking about John McCain, the politician. Uh, just like with you, Bubba, you have great respect for the astronaut John Glenn, but you didn't like John Glenn, the politician. No, no, I didn't. I didn't at all. And uh, I, I still think he made a deal to get a ride on the space shuttle and threw us under the bus on some issues. And I, I don't, I didn't appreciate that at all. You know, and uh, the McCains probably don't care what the bussies think either. No, but uh, no. I, I can, I can see that and raise you one. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, that's that's her deal. That's her pick. Uh, ride it. You but, know what but, I mean? Go with it. But Be li- proud of it. But listen to this, okay, because this is the things when somebody – just because we say things doesn't make them true, back to the life truth about professing. I can profess anything. What if all of a sudden you heard me passionately say that I'm in the conference room flapping my arms and I'm going to fly today? Hmm. Uh, well, but but if I never take off, then I really can't fly, right? Right. Uh, but anyway, my husband, John, lived by a code, country first. Uh, not not – not not on the well, let me tell you uh, why let me tell you why on that John McCain decision on Obamacare and and just as a side note because you're against Obamacare does not mean you don't want people to have health care I'm tired of that argument mm-hmm. what we're saying is that system does not work it is unsustainable uh, it is uh, in my opinion unconstitutional and the, we want everybody to have health care but there's a better way to do it yeah and look yeah. what she says next Bubba keep following this this is the tweet they keep putting up. We're Republicans, yes, but Americans foremost. There's only one candidate in this race who stands up for our values as a nation, and that's Joe Biden. Well, wow. I, I don't know if she wrote that or not. I'm kind of like Va- Trump. I'm, values? I'm not sure who sketched that one out, but um, Rick, the the thing about Biden's, about Biden's uh-huh. decision when he voted down the doing away with Obamacare – he, John McCain, of his own words, of his own speech on the floor of the Senate, less than a year prior to that, was making an argument for doing away with it. Right. No, you're right. Go research it. Don't believe me, folks. Go research it for yourself. John uh, McCain was dead against it. We had a vote. It was a close vote. We needed one vote to send it to a tie, which uh, Pence would have, uh, which would have broke the tie. And McCain knew that Trump would get credit for redoing it after they had had their brush up, so he voted against it. After he, of his own words, said he wanted to get rid of it less than a year before that. Bubba, and if I'm not mistaken, didn't he run against Obamacare when he was trying to defeat Obama? Yes, he did. He, he was against it. That was the first time he'd ever shown he was supporting it. It's when he voted against it just because he thought Trump and Trump was the driving force to get rid of it. He didn't want Trump to get a win. Well, that's not that's not putting the country first, by the way, by definition. I hate to bring that up. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to ask Cindy, what are these values she's talking about? Oh, Rick, 
That's just something you say. They don't mean it. I mean, values? <laughs> what, what values? that The, the modern-day Democrats' values are uh, blaspheming God's standard for marriage. Uh, they are for abortion at any time during a pregnancy, uh, even even in minutes before the baby's born, even if the baby's accidentally born. Uh, and then we're for high taxes, demonizing wealthy people, and and always playing this this class game. Um, and she's what what values does she talk is she talking about? Rick, I don't know. You, you know, Cindy will have to comment on that. I'm not. Gonna, no, I'm no. not even going to speculate. Can, it's so bizarre to me. Can it's I? Like, can I speculate? And look, I understand they may not be a Trump fan. I got that. That's fine. That's fine too. There's times I'm not a Trump fan. Just stay at home. Well, what I would say, Cindy, why don't you be honest? Because it sounds like you were a lot like your husband, which you've been married a long time. You probably are. Uh, why don't you just say we don't like Donald Trump? He was mean to my husband. I never got over it. I don't like the things that he said. We we despise him with every ounce of our being, and I'm voting against Donald Trump. Don't say you're voting for American values because that just comes off as silly. Well, you know, it was like we were talking about earlier with. Uh with our friend from Utah, uh, they're kind of all in that deep state Republican, you know, setup, and I, you know, I don't really care for that either. No, I'm okay if you're just honest. Say, look, I don't. I'm voting against Donald Trump. Okay, but please don't say you're voting for American values. Mm-hmm. Uh, bizarre. Yeah, Rick. Also, uh, and I know I can't say this. Somebody else is going to have to say what the yeah. breaking news. Can we just, we just come had. back. Oh well, no! It, it, it oh, we come back. We, anyway. Yeah, we we we've lost a, a great football player and a legend of the sport today or you think we have well i can concur that's what the headlines say i can't announce it because of my own personal rules but we'll talk about when we come back all right bottom of the hour rick and bubba rick and bubba hey this is john reap and you're listening to the rick and bubba show 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get to more of your phone calls coming up shortly. Uh, allform.com slash Bubba. I was down at Camp House yesterday. Guess what I guess what I was looking at? My all-leather chair with the footrest sitting right there in front of the fireplace at Camp House ready for hunting season coming up. Uh, Camp House. Camp House. By the way, got to side in some rifles yesterday, too. Just, it just felt good. I mean, <laughs> just what a good day yesterday was. Wow. Uh, right up to Were our, they off? Do you have to adjust them? They really weren't. They were all yeah. good. Yeah. I, I had one issue with one of them, but it had nothing to do with accuracy. It had to do with me thinking I could have something. Um, com slash Bubba. Did you know that they can send furniture directly to your door? Uh, let's let's make it happen now, but because uh, more time in the house now, these eyesores get a lot uh, more difficult to look at. Uh, if you want to be more comfortable, if you if you're ready to, you're looking at that worn out sofa, that worn out chair. Uh, these are handmade pieces of furniture uh, right here in our country, in the great state of North Carolina that Bubba was just talking about in the break. Armchair sofa sectionals, love seats at affordable prices. They come with a forever warranty. I did say forever. And a 100-day trial, meaning inside 100 days you decide you don't like it, "Ah, that's not what I thought it'd be, then they'll take it back. And there's free delivery involved as well. All form furniture is easily customized in any shape, size, color, fabric, uh, leg style that you want. And you can choose it in leather like like the one I have or any of their durable fabrics. They'll send you samples with no obligation to buy or they don't charge anything for that. And you can even finance at 0%. 
So make the move now. Allform.com slash Bubba. That saves you 20% off anything that you see online. Allform.com slash Bubba. You can also get 25% off if you're a member of the military, a first responder, a student, or a teacher. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Bubba, who is taking the lead on this tweet? Did you say Greg? Well, we had Cindy McCain come out, and she's publicly endorsed uh, Joe Biden for president, which, you know, I think she would have been better served just to stay out of that. But um, anyway, you knew that would provoke a response from the president, and uh, Greg will read his tweet about that endorsement now. Uh, He tweeted this this morning. I hardly know Cindy McCain other than having put her on a committee at her husband's request. Joe Biden was John McCain's lapdog. So many bad decisions on endless wars in the VA, which I brought from a horror show to high approval. Never a fan of John. Cindy can have Sleepy Joe. Oh, my goodness. That's your president's response, right? (laughs) Well, there you go. Uh, Well, did we not think that would be the response? Who who is shocked by that? But I'll be honest with you, it's even better than I thought. Well, the Democrats are learning. They're so accustomed to bullying conservatives who, yep, who run yep. it and run and hide. Mm-hmm. Well, they got one now. They'll just fire right back and get right in the mud. Yes. With and and I know mm-hmm. some people are uncomfortable with that, but I, I would urge them to think about the fact that we have been bullied it's for decades and that we are fighting back for a change. It's refreshing. I enjoy it. And as I said the other day, I'm going out and voting twice for Trump. There you go. You're going to mail one in. <laughs> I'm joking, people. Save oh, your email. Try, yes. You're already typing. Good gracious, Holy Karen, mother. let it go. It's, it's just a joke. Lighten up. <laughs> lighten up, out Francis. There. Hey, lighten up out there, Kenny. Isn't that a isn't that a Pee Wee Herman line? Lighten up, Francis. No, that's wasn't off it? of uh, Stripes. But didn't Pee Wee? There was Herman a guy named Francis too? in Pee Wee Herman's thing. I think he quoted How that do one. Do you time. even know that? Bubba, you just throwing that in. His bicycle, Bubba, are you wanting that to fit in that movie? <laughs> Sergeant Holcomb is the one that used it to yes. when that guy told everybody, "If you touch my stuff, I'll kill you." Yes. If you call me Francis, right. I'll kill you. And he goes, "Lighten up, Francis." Good, good catch on there that. And wow. I love, by the way, Stripes is Amazing. one of my favorite movies. I think that does not get the critical acclaim that it needs. I wish Sergeant Holcomb was here right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fa- hey, Greg. That's a fact, Jack. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's a, a fact, fact Jack. <laughs> <laughs> right here if you want. All right, yeah, All right let's have it. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pee Wee Herman stole that line. Well, he I may mean, use it too. Look, why not? Pee Wee. Sounds like Pee Wee. You may be right, Bubba. Uh, Francis, uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, okay, up, so Pee-wee. we do we do have some other news. Uh, who's going to say sad, it? sad news today? And I cannot be the lead on this. Hams, you want to take it? Mm. Huh? Me? I'm sad. Yeah. Gail Sayers passed away. Do you know he's a Kansas Comet back Kansas in college, Comet. the youngest NFL player to make the Hall of Fame at, at 34. Wow. Yeah, but his career, his career was ended early. It was, six-year career. Um, he passed away today at the age of 77. Let Greg, me, you know, the the sad thing about wow. him and a lot of already. these other players that I had did. these uh, career, I wasn't sure he wasn't already dead. These career-ending knee injuries it, now uh, in the Doctor Andrews uh, world, he could he could that knee could have been fixed. Oh yeah, yeah. he could have gone back and played. Mm-hmm. Imagine what he he would have done if he had a long career. Oh, unbelievable! And Brian's song, the movie came on at yeah. least once a year. It'd be the movie of the week on TV. And One of would, the saddest it would just kill you. Movies. I mean, it was just terrible. Rick, mm-hmm. I put it right up there with Old Yellow as a kid. Don't you? <laughs> no, yes, no it's question. Right there beside it. I, I didn't know what to do with that movie, right. and I fell in love uh, with the with Gail Sayers, yes, the, the football player. I did too. And 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 anytime any highlights would come on uh, of Gail Sayers, I would I would dial in as as a boy. 
Uh, he was one of uh, my all-time favorites to, to hear about because, you know, we got introduced to him in that movie. So you guys were talking about – think about this. He only played – Six years. Five yeah. full years because his last season yeah. he only played two games. Right. Mm-hmm. So he really only played five full years and still rushed for over 4,956 yards, wow. 39 TDs. On 991 totes, he averaged every time he touched the ball, gaining five yards. That's incredible. Yeah, he, he was that's he amazing. was way ahead of his time as a as a super back. That's for sure. Uh, and the the movie, Rick, and this is what's crazy. That movie was so sad. And of course, Billy D. Williams played him, but I tied Billy D. Williams to him so much that when Billy D. Williams turned up in Star Wars, <laughs> I thought I thought that Gail Sayers was playing. <laughs> What's okay. Gail Sayers doing playing? He was playing. Uh, uh, no. What was his name in the movie? Uh, I forget. Yeah. Here, listen to this right here. Listen. You might never play football again. He was talking about his uh, good friend Brian, Brian Piccolo. Piccolo. And of course, yeah. we all thought that Brian Piccolo was James Conn. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we, we did. did. You yeah. know, these, every time I see Brian Piccolo, when I used to see him after that, I get confused. I'm like, they're showing pictures. Of, that's not him. Yeah. Why are they showing pictures of this guy? Where's James Conn? You know, too, that, that movie, uh, now looking back on it as an adult, was way ahead of its time in race relations. Mm-hmm. And I think it showed how sports overcome divisions in race. Uh, of course, there's some language in that. I don't the even know if they could show that movie Oh, I now. think they've right. actually edited it out when he's in there trying to rehab yeah. him and he's not putting the effort he wants him to right. put. And he, <laughs> yeah. and he gets tickled. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, uh, let, that, that's me, pretty funny. Let so. me tell you, with the funniest line in that movie, now that is one of the funniest ones, and of course they've edited it and ruined it now, but the, one of the funniest ones is Brian Piccolo reading his hate mail because oh, yeah. those of you that don't know it, he, they, they room together as, as a black and white player during the times that was not done. And so a lot of Chicago Bear fans hated Brian Piccolo. Uh, of course, they, they, they certainly they, they liked it when 40 toted the mail, mm-hmm. uh, but there were a lot of people in the country that didn't like him rooming with a black player. So he's reading his hate mail to Gail Sayers, and he reads one that is just brutal. I mean, I can't even mm-hmm. say the words that were used in it. Uh, it was just riddled with every kind of racial slur. And Gail Sayers says, was that all of it? And he said, well, except for the usual, love mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, so, yeah, he was a dominant player. Even when you only play five full years and two games of a six-year and you make every single all-world team that's ever been created for the NFL, I mean, he's on the 60s all-decade team the 50th anniversary all-time team, the 75th anniversary all-time team, and the 100th anniversary all-time team. Do you realize that you only played five full seasons and every time they put together a decade team, you're on it? Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that he played for a historic franchise and a historic coach, he played for Papa Bear, uh, you know, that that even made it more iconic what was going on at that time in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just had a sweet running style. I love, like I say, any special that NFL Films does on Gail Sayers. Uh, he he was he just had this unique way of moving that made him quite uh, difficult to bring down and to even get a solid lick on. Uh, he was he was way he was just so much uh, he was dominant. Really, not just, you know. There's very few players in in NFL history, college history, whatever, that you say they're timeless. If Gail Sayers played for a modern team yeah. with all the, the athletes, could he still hang? And he's one of those you say yes. Uh, there's not yeah. many of those. Some people were good in their era, 
But you knew, and I say this sometimes for some of the linebackers that we love, they couldn't get out on the field and run with these guys today. They might be tough, but they couldn't run with them. They, they, they wouldn't be able to cover these backs out of the backfield and all that. But Gail Sayers is one of those, you could put him in the backfield in modern time, and he would still dominate. Mm-hmm. The only player, and of course, you know, we'll all debate running styles and how that, but there was one player in modern history that reminded me of, of his running style to me, and that was uh, Eric Dickerson. I mean, when they got to going downhill, they were gone, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And, high knees. Yeah, and the high knees. And, mm-hmm. and he was like a combination of of. You're right. That's a good. That's a good comparison. He was. He had a Dickerson to him, but then you, he sprinkled in had a little Barry Sanders, a little bit of Barry yeah. Sanders. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could cut on a dime. Yeah. Right, and a little bit of Walter Payton in there. He 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 had it all. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Gail Sayers dead at uh, 77, uh, a legend of the game and a great guy. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You are listening to Rick and Bubba's show. It's 10 minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG-HARRY Murdahl grabbing your phone calls right now, uh, and we'll we'll take some of those coming up. Do want to look, though, Bubba, coming up, speaking of football this weekend, uh, the SEC, SEC. Starts, starts their action, uh, and now we know the Big Ten's going to start in about a month, uh, and the pac is still out there looking, I guess, kicking tires. <laughs> uh, but uh, they also have players who are quite dramatic, and probably, as we said, not sure anybody really wants to deal with them, uh, but these SEC matchups, I'm I'm kind of torn because I'm having a real hard time with football with limited to no crowd. It's bothering me a lot substantially. Uh, I like the atmosphere of college football in these stadiums and on the games I'm watching. It's it's just not there, and it's really really bothering me. And I think it's going to bother me with the SEC. But I do like, on the other end, on the positive, and I know not everyone agrees with me on this, I love that it's SEC, SEC only yeah. b- because we've got good games every single That's Saturday. True. No no games that are like, oh, gosh, who are we playing? What's the mascot of this team? I've never even heard of the mascot. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. And I know LSU, what was it, 22% that they're going to let in. So we know that that Mississippi State-LSU game, there's going to be fans in the stands. What's all is all what's Ole Miss doing? Auburn doing? What what are I really don't know. Auburn's letting, letting about twenty thousand in. Yeah, I think Auburn's something like yeah. that too. They're they're letting a certain amount in. I don't know right. how many or what the uh, what the space. I may be wrong is. with that number, but they're letting people. But in. you know that that great feeling of that camera over the stadium and it's just packed to the gills and mm-hmm. nobody can get in. Um, I hey, just, game day's a downer too. Oh you know, yeah. Oh, I know. They're trying to do all that. So but. this this Saturday we got Mississippi State. We get to, we get to see. Uh, uh, we get to see Mike for the first time. Well, yeah, been quiet over there. Uh, playing LSU. Haven't heard much from him. Yeah. No, no, we haven't. Uh, so we'll, well see. Ever since he got called on that tweet, that's mm-hmm. going to be your your two thirty kick on uh, CBS, and then you've got Florida, Ole Miss, Kentucky, Auburn. Uh, so those will those will all be that's early in the day just to get your day going. Yeah. So so you'll Kentucky be... Auburn. That's the battle of the basketball schools, right? Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> that's funny. It is good. <laughs> You're gonna get lot, on that. Listen, listen to the experts. A lot of people think this is the best Kentucky team they've had. 
and since Stoops has been there. Listen, Kentucky, and look, bad news for Auburn. Kentucky always plays Auburn good, yeah. and they have a good team this year. So if Auburn is not especially prepared for this game, that could be an upset. Well, and plus you don't know what team anybody's fielding. You had players that said, yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah. not going to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to opt out. Uh, and then the evening games are later in the day. Georgia, Arkansas, uh, and then we have uh, in the evening Alabama, Missouri, Vanderbilt, Texas A and M. Well, I, I think uh, one of the things, one of the storylines in all this for all the SEC fans and football fans across the country is to see what Mississippi State is going to look like under their new coach and what Ole Miss is going to look like. I will say football excitement for the state of Mississippi is higher than it's ever been. No, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. And, and then you have that. Tennessee, South Carolina also. Saturday, yeah, you know, Saturday. and Tennessee finished, uh, I mean, the way they've been playing, you wonder, will that, that continue? Uh, yeah. that, that's going to be the surprise. I mean, what are they like? Tennessee you know? and South Carolina, their game, to me, is going to be uh, a lot about the coaches. This this is Saban disciples and who has progressed the furthest to yeah. really take on Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, Harry Murdahl's got some phones lined up, Bubba. Where are we headed? Uh, let's go to Mike. Wait, Mike and Harvest. Didn't we just have him a minute ago? Mike, is this the same Mike and Harvest we just had? Uh, no. No, I don't okay, I thought that. we had a Mike and Harvest. Mike, we had a Harvest ahead. earlier. Go ahead, there. Mike. Yeah, I got I got cut off, but mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, I'm going to show my age here, but uh, I actually saw Gail Stairs and Brian Piccolo play in, a game, in an exhibition game against the Baltimore Colts in Birmingham when I was a kid. Wow. Mm-hmm. How really? That? How cool. Yeah. That was and awesome. Baltimore Baltimore had names like Johnny United and Brian uh, Bubba Smith. And, uh, yeah, but, yeah, Gail Stairs played – maybe the first quarter and a half, and then Brian Piccolo played pretty much the rest of the game. Well, that's awesome. Memory. To get wow. to see them play live like that, that's that's quite a memory. Let's go to Mike in Huntsville, the Rocket City. Yes, Mike, sir. what's up? Hey, Green Acres, guys. How oh, about it? Bring it. <laughs> hey, let's not forget on uh, John McCain, which y'all probably mentioned it. He's the one that uh, got the Steele dossier and sent it to the powers that be. He wrote about it in his book. Yeah, look, this McCain-Trump thing uh, it, it just got totally out of hand. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it got ahead of the, the good of the country. It got ahead of the politics of the Republican Party. And quite frankly, set us back a little bit. So I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that part of the history for sure. Uh, let's go to right. Paul in Crestview. Paul, welcome to the Rick and Bubba show on line four. Hey, good morning. Uh, hey, Rick was talking about r- wondering what the mascot would be. I listened to 103.9 out of Dothan and Dothan high school was playing the Caro high school and their mascot is the syrup makers. Not kidding. Yeah, Cairo, Cairo, Georgia. The, no, they're not the syrup makers. You, I, I just, I just looked it up, and it's the syrup makers. I wonder if they got an old syrup bottle running around. <laughs> yeah, little arms coming out. Well, if hands they, are sticky. It, Greg, if they do, be oh. careful how, how how that one is dressed. Somebody might deem it to be bigoted. That's, That's right. true. Very and very what do you not. say? What do you say to that team if they have a problem fumbling? <laughs> yeah, I know. Your hands ought to be sticky. By yeah, the way, sticky uh, fingers. Uh-huh. Uh, let's. Let's go to Greg in Columbus, Mississippi. Hey. Greg, welcome. Hey, good morning. I tried to call in earlier, but I had some stuff to do. But 
I heard y'all uh, said that you wanted to be a uh, guest host for Rush, you know, some of his Fridays that he would take off. You want to be considered? Yeah, a long time ago, but, yeah. But you realize you will, you would have to work past noon. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Gonna tough, that's going to be tough, That's true. That's going to be tough. Oh, Bubba. That's a big minus uh, right there. Well, it was a long time ago. <laughs> that's a really good point. That's yeah. uh, past. That's yeah. past. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're not leaving messages right now, currently. Uh, let's go to Brian in Meridian, Mississippi. Brian, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Brian's on. Yep. Hey, man. How y'all doing today? We're good. <laughs> well, let me, I just want to say kudos to Harry Murdoch. It's probably the smoothest uh, phone operator that I've had since I've been calling in. The smoothest screener I've talked to. Well, he's, well, he's a, a pro. He's, he's a, a legend. Pro. Yeah. He's Harry, a legend. Harry, Harry gets in there. There's actually yeah. a call screening system called the Murdoch. I love <laughs> Harry Murdoch. Well, Greg, you need to work on it. Go, go, go talk to him. But anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I think I sent that uh, liner in to y'all from the guy from Last Chance Shoot. The lion. Uh, the lion. Yeah, the lion. Yeah, thank you, the Brian. Is, yeah, man, that was awesome. He's uh he's he hangs out at our local uh city school uh football games <laughs> and we're the Wildcats, so you know, it kinda gets the show out out there too, makes the same noise. Wow. Sure. Ah. I've been listening <laughs> to the show since the birth of Bucky Beaver. Oh, oh wow, oh, yeah. goodness. That well, was thanks, quite man. a summer. Yes it was. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Cody in Birmingham. Cody, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? We're good, great. Good. Green Acres. Oh, wow, oh, a lot of that. They're paying them bills. <laughs> oh, so yesterday I didn't get to, to read too much into it, uh, but I was uh, reading the outline about this article where Chuck Schumer has uh, – implemented this, I think it's like a two-hour rule uh, for uh, sessions regarding the upcoming Supreme Court pick. Hmm. We have to I, I don't think it was Schumer. It may have been McConnell who did it. Or uh, In the subcommittee, it will be Lindsey Graham. So he may have done that. That I, I don't know, though. I can't comment on it. I couldn't hear what he said. What did he say? What, he said it implemented connection. a two-hour rule on some of the debate. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. Okay. All right, top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, earning a living off low expectations. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is another hour of the Rick and Bubba show. The guys are in the studio. I'm hanging out here uh, in the conference room. This is where we make all the big decisions involving Rick and Bubba Incorporated. You see a lot of history on the wall behind me. Uh, You can almost walk through Rick and Bubba memory lane uh, by looking behind me. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Wednesday Bible study is back today. I'll do it from this location. So it's set at noon Central Time, 1 o'clock Eastern, live on our YouTube channel, archived soon after. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler, all here on Team Rick and Bubba today. And there's Mike number two. Look, it's Bill Bubba Butsy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for spending a little time with us each and every day. Uh, Speedy, can I have a Your America, please? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your America. These are the days of America. Bubba, for 70 years, we were, a- we were able to persevere through looking on a box of rice and seeing the name Uncle Ben's. Yep, yep. But, but that's all come to an end, my friend. Those of you that were saying, I don't know how much longer I can hang on, how much longer I can live in a country that has a rice box mm. named Uncle Ben, 
uh, and has a character, Uncle Ben's Rice. I know a lot of you have been saying, how much longer can we hang on? Well, the wait is over. Uh, I didn't know that was a Mars Company product, by the way. Did you yeah. know that, Bubba? Mars yeah, owned everything. I did. They, they, they own a lot of food stuff. Man, they, they do. do. Boy. Uh, where are you on the Mars bar? Mm. I like a Mars bar. It's okay. It's is, this, okay. is this still around? I haven't had one in 10 it's, years, but I like it. Yeah. Rick, I've been giving Snickers more just because you're such a fan of it, and I still love my Three Musketeers. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, oh, I love you Snickers. know, with Snickers, and I throw a few peanuts in there, it makes it a somewhat healthy treat. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> the king size. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why Bubba went to the Snicker is because the Milky Way was didn't have that healthy element. That's right. Because that's all Snickers is, is a Milky Way with peanuts added. Yes. I like I like. But I'm going to tell you, too. Three Musketeers is still hard to beat. Butterfinger, mm-hmm. a good fresh. One that's okay. not not hard. Oh yeah, yeah. That's they're good. That good. Good. Yeah, sure, good. Is that why you <laughs> like a Mars bar a little bit, Bubba? Because it's got nougat too. Do they still make yeah. Mars bars? I, haven't I don't. Seen one. I don't. I'm not a big oh. Mars bar fan per se. Yeah. I, 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 Peanut M and M's and and Three Musketeers have been what I call the stable. Now, what, get, getting off into Kit Kat and Reese's Cups and stuff, how do y'all like those? I like them. I like a Reese's Cup. I I'm not like a big them. Kit Kat guy. You're not. No, nah, I'm, about, I'm about a six on a Kit Kat. Betty loves <laughs> Kit Kat, so I love Kit Kat. I'm not a wafer guy. Yeah, I'm neither. And I'm a, probably about a. A seven on a Reese cup. If it makes Betty happy, by George, I'm happy. Oh yeah, I like a good Reese. I'm cup. a I'm a nine on a Milky Way. I'm a nine on a, a Snicker. Uh, I'm about I'm about a, a seven and a half on a Three Musketeer. I like a Fifth oh, Avenue. I love them. I'm a ten okay. on a Butterfinger. Oh yeah. Butterfingers about- good, but I'm like you, Greg. You get so much, you know. It, yeah, it builds but it's up. Good. I'll tell you something. I used to love uh, in a movie about a payday. Mm, hate a payday. Not bad. Hate, I, hate it. I love payday. You know what I'm mad? They hate had it. they had a chocolate covered payday at one time, but you can't find it anymore. Greg, that's nothing but a baby Ruth. No, 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 no. no it's it. different. It was different. How? It was the caramel instead of nougat. And I, I'll tell okay. y'all. Okay. I, I'll tell y'all one y'all don't expect from me. It's a complete change up, and it's like one every ten. I'll get a zero. I don't like really? I, I, what? Yeah, just as a change up. What? Complete yeah, I change. wouldn't need okay. a zero if I was starving. Cleanse the palate. <laughs> I would if I was starving. How about crunch. Nope. Eh, yeah. pass. What you what you call it? What's it called? What, what you call it? Not a call it? It's not a bad ball. Pass. Oh, Again, really? I tell you something, guys. Fifth Avenue, I liked it. Though. And and, like and it's yeah, good. they're not bad. I'll try to say this without saying it like Beth Mowens, but I think it's called timeout. Have you have you seen? Oh, that? that's a good one. It's got t- the. Or, is that what's no, called? Take five. Take five with the pretzel. Let and me all tell that. you. Don't hey don't. It needs to be fresh. If they've left them on the chef too long, it ain't no good. You're right. <laughs> but but a fresh take five. That's good. And a tight's not bad. And I've convinced myself, Bubba, that that one's somewhat healthy. Well, that's, that, Look, that always helps me to, to enjoy it. We've had this conversation thousands of times on the show when we get to know. Oh, we candy. love yes. candy bar talk. And I, I love did, candy And bar I bring talk. this up every time. How about so, I, want hey, Greg, one. I want any of them right now. Greg, I know, Greg, I know it's a repeat, okay? <laughs> I know it's a repeat, uh-huh. but I'm going to say it anyway. Do y'all remember, now you got to know your candy bars, when the Fifth Avenue had two almonds on it? Yes. Just one, two, yeah. stuck yeah. on top of it. Yeah, Greg, you you love to go to that. I like to go to because a lot of people don't know that. All right, I, so anyway. so Do y'all remember I, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't? Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't have Almond Joy and Wouldn't eat one of those. I would eat ten zeros before I'd eat an Almond Joy. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't like anything with coconut. Yeah, I was about to say, Dude, Bob, you, don't eat, you don't eat either one of those. Unless mm-hmm. it's fried right. on shrimp. What about goobers and raisinets? Nope. Didn't that song? No. What, Greg, I went, I was I went to a school in Calhoun County. I couldn't eat anything yeah. called Goober. I used yeah. to get embarrassed at the movie because I really liked the chocolate-covered peanuts. <laughs> yeah. And I'd go for oh, some Goobers. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you'd ask for chocolate-covered peanuts. And you then I'd say Goobers. I tell you, in the movie, what I like, did y'all ever like, because this was pure sugar, 
and it was so gooey, it would literally pull a filling out of your teeth, and that was Sugar Babies. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, oh, what about the the Sugar <laughs> oh, Daddy oh, on yeah. that stick? Yeah. And you would grab it, and it would double in size, <laughs> it would stretch. By the way, Greg, I think you could glue boards together. Oh my stuff. goodness! I, I think it was the forerunner of liquid nail. It was, you know, I, it, it was really unbelievable. Was. And I, I have to, I have to say, guys, I have to say. How did the dental, the American Dental Association, not stamp out the sugar daddy? Yeah, how did they? Know. How did they not join oh. hands around the Supreme Court and demand <laughs> it something pulled be done? Out so many feelings. All right. So in the year America, Uncle Ben's is over. I mm, guess we that, somehow got I on guess candy that bars. stopped uh, systemic racism right. overnight. Rice well, Rick, is it's not a step fun. in the right direction. I yeah. feel better. Yeah. I, Look, I, Rick, I'm this way. If if people think that their life is better because Uncle Ben's is gone, I'm mm-hmm. all right with it because yeah. it really didn't affect me. No, I couldn't Look. give a rip what, what what a box of rice is called. Now, do you know about the the controversial uh, Costco uh, Palmetto cheese? Yeah, I saw What that. is this? I don't even know. Never heard of it. it. But, Greg, what's going on is here? It, is it the pimento cheese? Or it's is the pimento it? cheese that somebody makes. And the guy, yeah. well, the, guy the, who, the CEO come out and said that Black Lives Matter was a terrorist group or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He basically said them yeah. and, and So he can't Antifa, have an opinion, so, I guess. Yeah, and so Costco pulled Now, I want you all think about the world we're living in. That's why we played Your America. So mm-hmm. Costco, as the guys have said, They've stopped carrying products from a pimento cheese brand called Palmetto Cheese. Mm-hmm. It's a that, good cheese. That is owned by a South Carolina mayor who called the Black Lives Matter and Antifa movements terror organizations. Well, this is America. He has a right to say that, and I guess people have a right to respond, but but Costco is getting so much response to this, they've pulled his products? Yeah. Wow. But they're grandstanding because there's no way anyone would have known or cared. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm not going to Costco. They got that. Pimento cheese in there. Nobody, mm-hmm. I didn't even know it. Nobody even knew it. They're just grandstanding. Mm-hmm. Greg, you, do you think they needed shelf space? They didn't like this brand, and they're using this as an excuse possible. to move it. Possible. And say we're going to get a little PR here. <laughs> yeah. So now, now Costco has declined to comment on the Palmetto cheese brand or Palmetto cheese brand because the Palmetto State, South Carolina, I guess. Uh, but undoubtedly, this mayor had the audacity to say that if you look into Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They're really uh, domestic terror organizations, and he has paid a price with – I mean, let's face it. If you've got a brand and Costco starts Mm. shelving it, that's a big hit for you. Yeah, Yeah. it is. You're right. By the way, I've never been to a Costco. Me neither. (laughs) I went in one one time, but I think it was – I thought it was an accident. I thought I was going in, uh, you know – Comp USA or something. Yeah, I, I and just, I got confused. Yeah, I just, I, I've never. I can't think of one product that I need a pallet of. <laughs> yeah, I'm. You know, unless I'm, I'm like, well, you know, back, my own business. Yeah, back to it. back to the pandemic when I wish I'd have got a pallet of toilet paper in advance. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's we just still so don't hard. Know why everybody was? Doing it's just that. so hard yeah. to store, though. You know, yeah, I mean, honestly, a pallet of anything is hard to store. Yeah, yeah. I've never understood the draw to Costco. Yeah, T- Terry had memberships to there or Sam's. I can't remember which one. And I've she would always that. do it when we had all the boys at home at one time because yeah. it, that's like feeding a team. Uh, now that JC's gone and, and we don't have as many there, it's it's a little different. But It, it, it looks chaotic every time I've been around one. Mm-hmm. It, it looks very chaotic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to be, be careful when you go. Um, I go there for baby wipes uh-huh. as soon as you can get them. Yeah. Well, yeah. but is, don't is, you is, don't is, you have to join the club though to mm-hmm. go in? Don't you pay a, a guaranteed amount before you go? A yearly fee, yeah, like I think a, it's like ninety something a year, maybe one hundred bucks a year. Well, but I, my uh, wife's parents have it, so my wife can go with her card because she's got her. She's got. A, like, I mean, when card. you figure all that in, do you save that much? 
No, Bubba, these organizations I mean, are I'm set just up asking, to lose I'm money. Not, I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bubba, all these places are set up to lose money. It's it, they, they don't know what we're doing to them. Helmsy's a member, too. Right, He's hey, hey, Bubba, we're tricking them. Yeah, <laughs> we're tricking them. They don't know it. Yeah. Well, y'all have done it again, Rick. You've talked about candy bars, and now the, now the, oh, the whole boy. phone system is talking well, about Well, I mean, haven't bars. we covered the candy bar thing yeah, enough? I'm yeah. sorry we got off on that. I just yeah, enjoy well, it. I, well, love, I want one right now. I love now. candy anybody bar got one here? This is when we need the golden ticket seats. Anybody hear about them almonds? <laughs> Let's just say you're in the neighborhood and you got one in your seat. Uh, Drop it by the door and just knock on the window as you leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll come back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. 21 minutes past the hour, you got the Rick and Bubba show. 26 and a half years strong, still here, still rolling, loving uh, being here. And thanks to all of you that support what we do, as we've been trying to tell you as many times as we can. Uh, we're so thankful that you have uh, continued to support what we do. And, and welcome to all the new people that are relatively new to this whole experience that has been going on for 26-plus years. A couple of things we'll deal with. We do have a caller standing by that's asked us about something that we want to talk about. But first, Bubba, we love a good heckler, uh, and, and this isn't very long. Chucky e. Schumer, we, we can't play all of it because <laughs> there's other hecklers that use language that you probably don't want to hear today if you're listening or watching with your family. Uh, but we will let you hear at least the one that keeps screaming uh, for Chuck Schumer to stop lying to people. <laughs> Jesus saves! Jesus saves! Stop lying to the people! Jesus loves you guys! Thank you. <laughs> so you got the Jesus saves guy, and then you got the stop lying to people. Hey, those hecklers, they were, they were, they were hey, loud and clear. Yeah. I am impressed that they got in a position they could create that much volume. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. That yeah. is very impressive. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't expect to hear it that easy. Did I know, you? No, no, no. The volume there, you could tell. That, I mean, they were ready. They, they got in a good spot. They, they were loud. There's nothing worse than a low-talking heckler. Did you can't understand? Yeah, if you're going to protest, if you're going to counter protest, you got to make some noise. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Speedy. Okay, so the caller dropped, but we, can yeah. we talk about what he um, what he was asking us about? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I emailed you guys yeah, I got it, uh, got the article, it. and Helmsy seems to know a little bit about it too. All right, so yeah, the, the guy was asking us, Bub, if we knew about this. Helmsy's going to tell you. I'm looking at the story now in an email. Uh, I was not familiar with this. I don't think. Maybe I was. I'm looking at it. Helmsy, go ahead. No, I I, I didn't know about it. It was uh, a guy called in a minute ago and said, Nolan, I wish he would have hung on just for a couple more seconds there. Oh, he no. said, have y'all heard about the Russian Siberian cult leader that refers to himself as Jesus? He's been arrested. And I thought, well, that's an awful strange story not for us not to talk about this morning. And so evidently, uh, according to uh, CBS News, Tuesday, the Siberian cult leader who claims to be the reincarnation of Jesus, along with his top aides in an operation involving armed troops and aircraft, he was arrested. All right, he's been billing himself as Jesus. It looks like since two thousand nine. Oh wow! And now, can I ask Sergey Torup is his name? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm, I'm probably butchering that last name. That's a good but, shot. That's not bad, Helms. Uh, no, I do and, know it's Sergey. And who's going to come against it? Right? Let, let me ask you this: Is he standing on the ground? 
Uh-huh. Is he standing on the ground? <laughs> Bubba, in this picture, wow. I'm looking at a picture, he is on the ground. Okay, that ain't him then. Right, yeah. Second no. trip, no feet will touch the ground. Now, coming in on a cloud, as a matter of fact, when uh, – And he, there will be no doubt. Do you remember when he told Kaifas that? He said, oh, when you see me again, and you will, <laughs> I'm going to come in on a cloud. And Kaifas was like, what in the world? <laughs> oh, boy. But uh, but anyway – Kaifas uh, had, had one other surprise somewhere along the line there. Yes, he did. Uh, so, yeah, th- yeah, we do know that the false prophets and you know false teachers, Jesus says this is all part of end times. But I didn't realize this guy had been rocking along saying he was Jesus since 2009. And as you said, he put together quite a little military uh, attempt, right? And mm-hmm. that, that's what's got him arrested? Mm. That's what it looks like. How about that? I see that he's gone with a more western contemporary look of jesus yeah. uh yeah. kind of the barry gibb yes Bubba, when it. you call it the barry gibb that just absolutely <laughs> oh, me. No, come on. and he speaks the king's english so you have to give him props bubba also and uh, what we see a lot with these types of uh, fake messiahs using his followers money and psychological violence to inflict harm yes <laughs> yes that's yeah, that, that really usually goes that. hand in hand well it's like it's like we said back to david koresh and mm-hmm. and that story's got all kinds of issues but i'm just strictly talking about the false claim that he was that he was jesus okay we talked about this so many times those of you that may be pulled in by a cult leader that claims he's jesus first of all bubba just made the point please know scripture uh, there's going to be zero confusion about the second coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Zero. From east to west. Hey, com- there will be no confusion, my friends. Zero. I, I, I heard a pastor preaching on it last weekend, and he says, I hear people all the time talking about, well, what do you think the world's going to do You know, when Jesus comes back and calls his church to him? And this obviously was someone who believes and supported very well, by the way, scripturally, and with the original Greek, uh, this this term of a, a, a calling up and a, a, rapture, quick, yeah. a quick rapture uh, of, of the church. Uh, he said, I'm sure CNN and Fox will move on to something else or those that are left behind. What do you care? We're, we're not going to care how everybody else responds to it. You, uh, you know, too, I, and I, I've heard some debate about it, and, I, and obviously I don't know, and I certainly could be better read on the event, but we, we know that Jesus' feet will not touch the ground, that we will be called up with him, um, and that it will be an event that will be non-confusing uh, as to what it is, but... I'm not totally sure that that non-confusion is not to the believers, not to the folks left behind. Yeah. So they may be a great deal of confusion to those who are left behind, but I think to the ones it's happening to, now I don't know, maybe everybody will, I I don't know. I'm I'm just, you know... Kind of giving you my well, my forethought on. I think some of the places, and I'm trying to remember the exact chapter. I want to say four, but I could be wrong. But there's not a lot of chapters in First Thessalonians, so you can find it pretty quick. I want to, it's three or four. Well, the problem was in Thessalonica, there was confusion with this church. Who Paul said, "Hey, they were doing a good job," but he got word back from the other brothers. They're confused. They think if someone dies before Jesus returns, they don't know what happened to them. They think that we that Jesus was supposed to come to get them, like mm-hmm. right now in their lifetime. And so you need to clarify about this second coming of Jesus. They're very confused. And then Paul says, let me clarify not to be upset about those that have gone to sleep 
you know, prior to Jesus' second return, and then he begins to talk about what the second return is going to look like. I want to say that that's in First Thessalonians chapter 4. Um, I could be wrong on the chapter, but it is definitely there. Go take a look at that because that's that's Paul is saying, I'm going to try to describe to you how this is going to go, and he doesn't give you every detail, but there's there's a lot there that you need to look at, and and you're right, Bubba. Paul is saying for the church, uh, there'll be no confusion with, with us, and once the church has been called out and then Jesus returns with the church, you know, then then that's when the the final deal is mm-hmm. on, yeah. uh, and uh, and but and then his feet will touch down on the Mount of Olives, but um, but anyway, so it, it, it there'll be an explaining way. That's the reason why Bub and I and the show and the guys we've talked about this alien abductions. <laughs> I think that's one play. Uh, we've got other things. There's going to be all kinds of attempts to explain away the disappearance of people uh, that were already redeemed uh, going into the tribulation. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and I really believe – I wouldn't be surprised if CNN and Fox News uh, talked about it for a few days then moved on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah, well, something – we know that something dramatic will have to bring the world together under one government, and I think it's going to have to be something uh, earth-shaking, so to speak, to do that. Yeah. yeah, by the way, we'll talk about today – you know who the first person was to try to do a one nation and one government? Nimrod. Yep. Tower of Babel. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Charles Barkley. You listen to the Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And uh, just FYI, that was uh, correct. It is First Thessalonians 4, uh, verses 13 through 18 that I was referencing. And you also might want to look at 1 Corinthians um, uh, 15, uh, verse 52. Uh, as well. So those are some places to look uh, on what we were talking about. Uh, MyPillow.com, loving it, loving it, loving it. We can't get enough of the MyPillow products. Have you been to MyPillow.com recently? Have you gone there? Have have you clicked on radio specials? Have you looked around at some of the savings that's available to you there? Uh, And uh, all you have to do is take, uh, take a look. It's almost like taking your friend Bubba with you. Just take that promo code Bubba. You go in there and you find some some great savings. Adler, did you jot down body pillars or sixty dollars off? <laughs> so that that's there with the promo code Bubba. Reusable face masks are are they are they as good as this one right here? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're good right there. Uh, so you know, we we love that. Uh, you can also go there and get those if you'd like to add to your. You know, this is our new thing now. You know, where people used to have shoes on shelves. Everybody has different uh, types and logoed uh, and and stylish masks now. Have you noticed that? Oh, I got to get my mask. It goes with my outfit. Uh, so anyway, you can go there and find that uh, dog pillows. Bubba mentioned his dog loved his. Uh, so you can go to mypillow.com radio specials promo code Bubba. Uh, lots of savings going on there, and also a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Also, uh, Adler, uh, I know he's looking for this quote, uh, but uh, people are loving. Adler in the break has found a way to just start playing, showing uh, photos from Rick yeah. and Bubba history. Yeah, it looks good. And those that are watching on YouTube are, are loving that. So um, a little little pat on the back to Adler for figuring that out today. Uh, all right, so uh, do you say the press secretary's name, Kaylee McEnany? Did I say it? McEnany? Uh, you're close enough, Rick. Do you know how to say it? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> nope. McEnany? Yeah. Is that right? 
I'm I thrown so. off. I'm thrown off by the capitalization of the e there. Mm-hmm. You, you have the e, the MC, but then we capitalize the, the the e that follows. So Mac and Nanny, Mac and Nanny, Mac and Nanny. Yep. So anyway, so I, I always say Mac and Alley, but I, that's probably not right. Yeah, yeah I, I did too, Bubba. And then I looked down and saw how it was spelled, and I'm like, in a shocker, we may not be saying a name right. It may yeah. be one of those things they say one way, spell another. Yeah, uh, Adler, I can play it in here. I know you were looking for it, unless you have it. Um, uh, I think I, you do. Okay, good, good. So, Great. so this is her scolding. <laughs> you know, the scolding of Jim Acosta from CNN has become. It's just when's the next time he gets scolded? <laughs> well, Rick, he's not there to report. He's there to give commentary and not even ask a question. Sometimes yeah, he's telling like, you how to do it. It's like, okay, do you want to come up here, Jim? I mean, what, what in the world? <laughs> yeah, but uh, so run, run for office, Jim. Yeah, so you can do it. He <laughs> asks a question about the coronavirus and President Trump. And he gets a scolding, a scolding from the press secretary. Yeah. <clears throat> As you know, uh, the country has hit 200,000 deaths from the coronavirus. What do you say to Americans who are outraged over this and blame this administration for so many lives lost in this country? Well, as you've heard several doctors in the task task force note from this podium, uh, we are looking at the prospect of two million people potentially perishing from the coronavirus in this country. Uh, We grieve when even one life is lost, but the fact uh, that we have no, the fact that that we have come nowhere near that number is a testament to this president president taking immediate action uh, to shutting down travel from China uh, when the other party, Democrats, were saying that was xenophobic uh, for shutting down travel for Europe, for developing uh, landmark therapeutics that are working like remdesivir. Um, And when you look at the fact that excess mortality, Europe has experienced a 28% higher excess mortality rate than the United States. It's a testament to the hard work done by the task force and this president. If you don't mind, if I could follow up. Last night, the president said at one of his rallies about the virus, I think he was talking about younger Americans. He said it affects virtually nobody. Uh, By the way, open your schools, everybody open your schools. but he said to Bob Woodward, it's not just old, it's not just older people, it's young people too. At 200,000 deaths, shouldn't the president be telling people the truth about this virus at his rallies? The president is telling people the truth, and you're right, Jim, that he no, was he's talking he's, about... He's saying that it affects virtually nobody and that it doesn't affect young people. He's not telling the truth. Jim, but you're, again, taking the president out of context. I have his full quote here, and you're right that he was referring to young people. He said this. Well, then uh, I'm not taking it out of context. If I said he was talking about younger people, then I'm not taking it out of context. You're, you are taking it out of context because you're making an assertion that he's not giving critical information when, in fact, he is. And I will underscore exactly what he said. And he said this. You know, in some states... Thousands of people, um, and they've had nobody young below the age of 18, like nobody. They have a strong immune system. That is factually true. You can go to the American Academy of Pediatrics website, uh, the Children's Hospital Association, and they list out a number of states that have had zero pediatric deaths. And as what a hack! Yeah, yeah, she gets Oh, really? So she's not done. To his rallies and say something like it, 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 it virtually affects nobody, and that in some states it's not affecting young people. That is glossing over the fact and and really diminishing the fact that young people can catch this virus and spread it to older people. You, Younger people can also 
be sickened and killed by this virus. Jim, do you have the quote there with you? I have the, I have the quote here, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is exactly as I just read it to you, that in several states uh, they have had zero pediatric deaths. I have the entire list here, Arkansas, Delaware, District of Columbia, Iowa, I, Hi, uh, Hawaii, Idaho, Kansas, and the list goes on. And as you may not know, Jim, uh, this the COVID has a 0.01% mortality rate uh, for people uh, under the age of 18. So it does. it is not a disease that affects young people in the same way as older people, which is the exact point the president was making last last night. Yeah, right. You know, see, that's such a good job of staying with the quote, having it ready, mm-hmm. reading it back, because Jim wanted to leave out in some states. He wanted right. to leave that part out, and uh, and he wanted to leave out the fact that it is true. It, it's like we said, even in our own state, we had a college that at one week had a 1,000 new cases and not one hospitalization um, you know, I know there's exceptions, and our heart breaks for all the exceptions. Uh, our children have had it, some, some of our children. And uh, I will say that uh, for us, other than all this quarantining, for him, it uh, acted up. Uh, the only thing that, that was different from this and the flu for him was that the flu sometimes made him feel sicker longer. Uh, uh, you know, the thing here, and th- this goes back to, Jim, w- what is your point? What, right. what is well, the bottom line here? Is. Jim, are you trying to say that you have evidence that the president is lying or he has changed his opinion? I mean, that that's a fair question back, too. And the the fact is, what he said to Bob Woodward was months ago, what he said at the rally was the other night. We have more data now. We know more yeah. about it. We, we, we know more statistically on who's affected and how bad they are affected. So you may say something slightly different now than you would have back months ago. Well, you're talking about like uh, how Governor Cuomo and Mayor de Blasio said something different in the beginning? Well, yeah, all of them have. And that's why I've said I, I'm not – look, I'm no fan of no, Cuomo and de Blasio, but I'm not yeah. going to – hold them to task on this at, at the level even some conservatives are because nobody knew. Right. Nobody right. knew. And anybody that says they knew, I lying to you. Yeah, now you they only were guessing. Right. Now you might want to acknowledge everything that you said on throughout the process and right, not, right. not not act like some of those things were never said. Sure. It it evolved and yeah. it, it changed and you can based say on that. what they knew every day. And, you and it may that. change again. And and if we look to the C D C for guidance, heck, they put something out Friday, then walked it back Monday. Right. Yeah. And then right. yesterday come out and say you shouldn't look, trick or treat. Uh, I, I so can what I do ask, you, what do you do? Can I ask about the C D C on this? Because y'all, if the Rick and Bubba show puts out something on our webpage and it was a draft, that's one thing. Rick, the CDC is holding the most dangerous germs ever to be on the planet in a safe in the back room. How in the world do they accidentally put something on their webpage? It, it, it doesn't you know what I'm it, saying? Yeah. That's like, well, somebody accidentally took smallpox outside for a walk. No, you're, you're, this, <laughs> you know? this, this walk back of this thing that, like y'all said, literally happened in hours uh, how does that happen? That's your whole job, and everything you say about diseases is big. Yeah, I, I mean it, it's big. And then what happens if it turns out that we can't trust you, that you don't take it very serious, and you and you're kind of haphazard with it? Then people stop listening. Yep. And uh, and so I, I'm I'm with you guys. I think I, the fair thing to say is, as we talked about with with Doctor Burks, 
It's novel. We've never seen it. So how about this? We've all said things. We had to walk back. We've all thought things that weren't true. And, you know, hey, I don't think anybody can say that President Trump didn't take it serious when he stopped travel in from China, <laughs> then travel in the, from Europe, and shut the whole economy down. Rick, the whole thing was never, shut down. It had never been done. Okay, never air traffic and people coming from China had never been done in our country's history. He took evasive action that was he was heavily criticized at the time by the exact same people who are saying now you didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, come on, give me it's, a break and get with it. I vote for whoever you want to, march for whoever you want to, but quit acting like. We haven't heard what they said. We're not morons, guys. I know you think we're all hayseeds, but we're not idiots. <laughs> right. We'll come back your phone calls to wrap up the hour at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Harry Murdahl is ready uh, to line you up and get you ready to go. We'll look at any stories we might have missed, and we'll chat with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. We'll try to get to some of your phone calls uh, before we uh, wrap it up. But, Bubba, I know a couple of stories you needed to, to make us aware of. Well, we've had uh, a big, well-known endorsement come out for Biden today and uh, uh, that uh, John McCain's widow, Cindy McCain. But Trump has a has an endorsement today I think is going to be big. Oh, really? Oh, boy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah! <laughs> uh, one of the songs Helms that I felt, know. one of the songs that I feel like did not get enough. We got to go to the chorus. You better let the tubers know because they can't hear it. Don't cut the power. Everybody. Shock me. Make me feel better. Your air guitar is good. Shock me. Put on your black leather. (laughs) I never heard the country version of Shock Me. (laughs) Put on your black leather. <laughs> Play that guitar, guitar. Uh, Rick so- from the supergroup Kiss, Ace Freely. Oh, wow. Quote: I am a Trump supporter. Oh boy. Got his picture here in front of Ace Freely and the Space Invaders. Uh, he uh, he says he has come out as a Trump supporter. Trump is the strongest leader that we've got on the table. He said. Uh, this is according to the very conservative group, Rolling Stone. Yeah, how about take that, Cindy McCain? <laughs> ha! I'll take Ace Freely over Cindy McCain That's any right. day. Won't yeah. you, Rick? Right, how about that? That'll shock you. <laughs> and make you feel better. I'm down to the bare wire. <laughs> so shock me. Make me feel better. <laughs> Shot me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, put uh, on your black leather. Your black leather. <laughs> hey, just put on the leather. <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. I'm, you know, I don't know. Where is Gene and Paul on this? Have you heard anything out well, of Well, you know Gene's Trump all the I, way. I, I, oh, I was going to tell you, I, I have a strong feeling that <laughs> that Gene is pro a active economy and he loves Trump. What yeah. if you voted and the same precinct I don't as know them and they Paul. showed up with makeup I, on to I, vote? I, 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 that, that's <laughs> hilarious. With makeup <laughs> on. What <laughs> What movie was that we had not too long ago where Kiss showed up on the street and played at the very yeah. last scene? Yeah. What was that? That know. was a great movie. By the way. I would say Ace Freely, as we know now, is Trump. Gene Simmons is Trump. I would think Paul Stanley is likely uh, Biden and Peter Chris. Who knows? Do you, do you not think that Paul would draft with was, Gene? I think no, no, no they, you they, don't. They don't line up on everything. They don't. Uh, but we don't know about Peter Chris. Right? No, and we don't know about uh, Paul Stanley in all fairness. I'm just <laughs> right. guessing on that. Well, we'll have to research that. Also, Rick, uh, news. I know this is somewhat <laughs> not interesting to you, but it, it was big news to me and Hans. I'm sorry about this, about Rick. It. Sorry about this, buddy. An asteroid <laughs> will come extremely close to the Earth on Thursday when it flies by the planet at a distance of only 17,556 miles. Now you say, well, wow, that seems a long way out. Well, the satellites that we're using to watch the TV uh, that all of us enjoy at home now, whether you're on satellite or cable, you're still using some of the same satellites that are in geosynchronous orbit. They're in orbit at 22,000 miles, and this thing's coming in at 17,000. So it's coming inside the ring of satellites we have in geosynchronous orbit. How big is it? Uh... Let's see. I don't know. They've been tracking this one since 1975, and it makes uh, its approach every. Let's see. What was it? Has it ever been this close? Before? I got caught up in the Ace Freely setup, and I really didn't <laughs> yeah. look at all the details. Of Has this. it ever been this close before? Uh, it's uh, it's estimated, Rick. Here's the thing. Uh, it's unclear. They say probably between 14 and 32 feet in diameter. Sorry, but Rick. the problem is that the speed that this thing is traveling, it would be a tremendous explosion if it collided with the earth. But it's but if but it's not going to. No. No, right. not this time. No. Okay. Well I'll be Unless dead. Unless something changes. I'll probably be dead before it comes back around. Yeah. Uh this uh you know, most of the time when we see <laughs> an asteroid or a falling star or whatever, it's only a speck of dust. Let me let me tell you yeah. if that if that thing's got got the crosshairs on Jemison or Indian Springs, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Eight six six, we be big. What's out there, Bubba? Oh, Rick, let's go to uh, James in the ham. Hey, James. Hey, Rick and Bubba. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for twenty five great years of making me laugh. My anniversary oh, yeah. is October the second. Twenty five years married to my wife, Patty Sue. Congratulations. You know me as Romeo. Yeah, yep. you guys know me as Romeo Ryan. You call me Rapping Romeo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you look at me and my hero dot org, you'll see my last prediction come true with the passing of Gail Sayers. He's on the front page of me and my hero. Dot org on my website. And you can read the other uh, four predictions that come true about Alabama and hurricanes and all. Read about it in football, in the football NFL, how it would suffer as well. Thank you. I, Pastor I, Coverstone? I was about to say, <laughs> by the way, somebody put something out that Dana Coverstone had a tweet or something, but I, I don't, I'm getting where I don't know whether people are faking Coverstone yeah, things yeah, now, I so I don't trust that. And I wanted to ask Rapping Romeo how he felt about Tesla the next 90 days. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin in the great state – I'm just joking, Romeo. Kevin in the great state of Georgia, how are you doing? Good morning. Good morning, Rick and Bubba. Another morning listening to y'all. Uh, y'all Thank all you. over the road, different uh, commentary, and, uh, and I love it. Uh, Thank you. Uh, nowhere you can get – just 
vast of context, nowhere else. Uh, y'all do a great job. I was wondering, uh, um, like with the uh, uh, police, uh, um, young um, men, women going into the police force, has it had an influx or folks going in to, uh, to want to be a police, or is it kind of uh, discouraged? Uh, would be uh, future cops with all the, the things going on in, in, in our country. Yeah, I agree with Helmsley. That's a good question. Yeah. And my first reaction was it's probably had a detrimental effect on yeah, it. Yeah, we don't know, Kevin. I, I don't think anybody here is holding numbers on that, but we do know that police are retiring and mm-hmm. coming out and not re-upping at record numbers. But I don't yeah. know about going in. Uh, which one, Speedy? Well, sure. anytime I see alien abduction, I, I like that. Sure. But we only have a, a few seconds Sure, there. in Mississippi involved, always interesting. Jeremy, go ahead on line four. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, listen to y'all all the time. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. Uh, y'all were talking about the rapture of Jesus and stuff, and I got a funny for you. I was uh, going deer hunting. It's been like 20, 25 years ago. Of course, alien abduction and stuff and all that kind of stuff, too. UFOs. You got well, 10 seconds, bud. In the mo- I, I was early in the morning, and it was a flash of green light, Uh-oh. the whole sky, and I thought Jesus had come back. I mm. got saved when I was 13. I was like 16, 17 years old. So to this day, I don't know what it was. But it lit up the whole sky, nothing but green. I went on. I'm sitting there thinking the whole time, man, did Jesus come back and I'm left here? Mm. It kind of made me <laughs> recheck myself. No, no, you know? no I understand. I used to, what we used to do when my grandmother was still living is we would call her, and if she answered, we knew it wasn't the rapture. <laughs> right, right. That's a, It's always good to have that one person that you go to as a checkpoint on yeah, that. Yeah. Right. And notice that we didn't list anybody on the show. <laughs> uh, top of the hour thanks for being with us if you leave us have a great day if you got more Rick and Bubba Lord willing we'll be right back Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.